Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Tuesday or a Thursday. <laughs> Coming with the heat there. Well, I mean, I had to bring something. Well, you brought it. Is that the on the horizon? We have Monday off. Hey, Riz. No, that's uh, it sounded weird. Just Jeff being the only one going, hey, hey hello, hey, hi. hi. Well, I said it too. <laughs> oh, King Scott's here. Hi, King Scott. Hello there. I said it, uh, but I was out in the hallway pretty much. Yeah, Moon is uh, on assignment. He's out in England. I don't think it's royal wedding related. Or is it? I don't know. Could be. I'm not sure. (laughs) No, I think uh, Goldfinger's got a couple festival dates out there. Are they playing this weekend? What's the deal? I thought he was doing a live shot for the Oprah Network. The OWN? Oh, OWN? Yeah, I thought. He's doing a travel show for OWN. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Well, first, I want to thank everybody who came out to the blood drive yesterday over at Foley Dental Group, the first blood drive of the year. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Eagle call answer. That's great. As, had, a, as always. We had better numbers than last year. Mississippi Valley Regional Blood Center had their uh, mobile blood units out there. And uh, yeah, it was a steady stream of people going in. It's awesome. Going in, coming out, hanging out with us a little bit. Getting a saw, t-shirt. Saw quite a few Team Riz members out there. I tell you what, Patrice, talk of the town is the walk. First off, we got to find out who Patrice is. That's yeah. you. Hey, Tones, oh. how's it going? I'm sorry. Hey, Tones, talk of the town. <laughs> yeah, talk yes, of the town is the walk. Yesterday when I was at the gym, I had a couple people, as I'm walking, uh, uh, clearly in misery, uh, come up to me and go, Hey, what mile are you on? 
Just prepping for the walk, huh? Yeah, I sure am. That's what I'm doing right oh, now. I couldn't tell on your post. How, how, how much did you do yesterday? Two miles. Nice. Oh, on the treadmill. That's nice. Great. Yeah. Any incline or just straight? No, it was just a straight walk, straight walk, two miles, and I did it in about 36 minutes. Nice. So, oh, that's good. That's, uh, that's I didn't feel great afterwards. All, my, my, uh, my my legs hurt a tad, but uh, I'm going to go up a half mile every day. Pretty all right, much. that's great. So, well done, sir. That's great. Every day you're going to do it? Yeah. Yep. Starting yesterday all the way up. So Good for you. Man. Maybe you should get a treadmill at the house. No, no. Mm. Because yeah. I got enough stuff that I'm trying to get you rid of. You that second my wind place. You could get a uh, nah, good deal. Nah. They you're, a, you're moving in with your dad, right? They have one you at should, the house. You should, you oh, should okay. come. I was going to say, you should come to the front door with uh, your family they, and a treadmill. Yes. They have one Hi, at the we're house. here. So when we do move in there, I will be taken care like of. Like a nice but, one? I mean, it's probably almost 10 years old. But Does I mean, your dad use it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when when it when they did buy it new, I mean this was state of the art. It had you know it's got a button that's got like a oscillating fan on it, Ooh, and like all kinds oh, of fancy oh, stuff. You know what I did notice yesterday on the treadmill that I was using? They did have a button for a fan, and I hit the button, and I'm like, why would I ever want my belly button to have a fan on it? Like it's all the way down. Like why? You can't point it up. No, I think maybe it's to cool your core. Maybe I guess so. I don't know. But yeah, I hit it and I was like, it's taller than you enough to- <laughs> <laughs> I hit it and I'm like, okay, I guess uh, my belly button's going to get a little breeze here. <laughs> hmm. I was so confused. So could wax it for a dry spot right where your belly button yeah. is. <laughs> Maybe it's for your genitals. Maybe. Uh, could be. Next time, just turn it on and throw them up there. <laughs> could be, yeah. And if, so, if you get arrested, then it was wrong. <laughs> I, did, I did have this happen yesterday and, and anybody that, you know is at the gym on a treadmill or an elliptical or anything, this may have happened to you, and this, I felt terrible. But I was walking, and about maybe just shy of a mile, I noticed the guy next to me kept looking, kept looking over. And looking over. you? And looking over, yeah. And I'm like, obviously, either A, this guy knows who I am, Mm -hmm. B, thinks he knows who I am, or I'm I'm offensive to this guy, and I don't know why. And it wasn't like a nice he, look; it was, was more check, of a scowl. Was he checking out your stats as far as what the uh, I, I don't I don't know. Said. And then it clicked. I had my keys in my pocket, so you and were he didn't have headphones on. Uh, so as I'm walking, uh, it's you were jingling, clink, clink, clink. Uh, you and can't I didn't, feel that? No, because they, they I mean they were in my pocket. Like you I had didn't feel, like basketball shorts on. Like, uh, like that. They were they were like they were, they were like, loose. Yeah, I mean yeah. they weren't like skin tight shorts. So I mean like the pockets rolled pretty deep. You don't get a locker? No. Why would I need a locker? What do you I put have? your stuff in there? All I got is my wallet, my keys, and my phone. Yeah, but I put my stuff in there. Why do I need a locker? Now I got to go buy a lock. Oh, you don't have a lock? Why would I have a lock? Why would I have locker. a random? See. What do I need that for? It's not called an unlocker. But your keys and your wallet. But I don't need that. Like Obviously I walk you in, the you're fr- pissing everybody off because you're jangling. No, I walk in the front door. My keys go in the cup holder. My phone goes on to, I'd, on I'd the little saying, thing, you can't and I feel go. Your stuff, like I need to be uh, unfettered. But even if I'm, even if I have my wallet, my keys, and my phone, keys and wallet go in the cup holder. Phone goes on top of the thing. Turn on my tunes. I'm there. And then when I leave, whoop from the cup holder into my pocket. Grab my phone. I'm mm. out the door. No locker needed. Unnecessary. Mm. I'm not changing. See, I don't have I, a backpack. I, when I was going to the you don't gym, bring water with you? No. Like a water yeah. bottle? There's a water fountain right there. Mm. Drink, drink, drink. Done. I, I see. I put it if I do the elliptical at a gym. I have a water bottle on me, so I put. I have it with me. So I put it in the cup holder. Yeah, I, I literally went straight from work here, right there. Mm. You're wiping well, it down afterwards, right? Of course. Of course. Okay, good. 
Oh, speaking of a good wipe I'm an overwiper. Good for you. Good, speaking good, of good. a good wipe down, I was uh, disturbed by a text from uh, Mac last night. What's you write about being sick in here? Oh, oh no. Uh, no. Oh, you're talking oh, about yeah. on Twitter. What? Uh, says here, and this is, this is a real good one. It says, you guys better believe I love you because I got sick twice tonight, but I won't be able to rest if I don't give away these tickets, win these tickets, and then I'm Cloroxing the studio and going home well, to rest. I will say. Sick emoji. I will say, yeah, green smiley face. Ooh, that's a frowny mm. face, buddy. Green frowny face, which emotes illness. Right. I did notice the Clorox wipes were left out. <clears throat> I'm sure she did it on purpose. Right, to show you. To show me that That's I... That's great. It to, show, to show me that she wiped the place down. Right. Which I, I do applaud that, yes. <laughs> Although, she could have just left them out and just not done anything. That's true, too. Left them out to create the illusion. And, and, then, and then post about it and go, I'm cleaning up the studio, and then here's the thing, and I'm and out. And not done anything. <laughs> she did leave them out. All of a sudden, I smell like that. You smell illness? Yeah, just because you mentioned it. Now I'm like... And it seems like a smell. Well, when did she leave here? Midnight? I, I'm assuming, yeah. Or maybe I'm earlier? Not, yeah. Let's say 11.30. Let's say 11. So that's a, uh, let's see here, uh, seven-hour incubation period. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we need to set the place on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. All right. Okay. I don't know. She Does was that mis- mean we get to go home right now? Because I'm in. I'll get well, matches. She was Miss Positivity last night. Oh, no. I saw on Twitter. Yeah, What's your right. Somebody. Uh, well, somebody tweeted. Always remember, you don't matter. And well, I guess that was like kind of a motivational tweet, not not directed at her, just in general. Said, always remember, you don't matter. Like saying, like, hey, the world is a bigger place than just you. That what's and, a terrible attitude. Yeah, <laughs> that's a terrible attitude. Hey, just remember, uh, I looked you at don't it as the positive. I looked at it as the positive. How can you take that pos- like in a how positive? Can, how can you not see where somebody could take that as a positive? Always remember, you don't matter. Like saying, like you are just one piece of this giant world. Do you take that in any positive way? Uh, it's no. 100% negative to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's 100% negative. You okay. don't matter. Hey, let me give you a compliment. You don't matter. Yeah, you're the one piece to the puzzle that doesn't no, matter. No, to, to me, no, the way that that's I look. That's a horrible looked, way to, to think about stuff. You're the piece we could be missing. <laughs> okay, well, that's, I mean, if you focus on the negative. That's fine. I tried to take I, it as a positive. I tried to take it as a positive. Which is actually huge. Optimistic. Yeah, that that's is, a very optimistic way to think about things, but I can't. I'd rather smile that. than frown, guys. Uh, well, no, it's not like. <laughs> I'd rather smile than frown. That's fine. I'm getting hey, man, shirt you made. suck. Dude, thank you so much. That's not at all what that says. <laughs> That's not one bit what that says. You could take it that read way. It, read it again. Read it again. Always remember, you don't matter. I can't. I can't see the positive there. The I, way I, I look I, at it is, is somebody saying like, "Hey, you know, you may be so self-absorbed, okay? Like you always think that you're the most important person on the planet, but always remember, you don't matter." Saying is in like your actions aren't going to change the entire world. There are a bajillion other people out there. I still think that's a pretty negative way to think about things, but if you want to spin it positive... I'm trying to. I get it. Oh, I'm trying to. But then I guess uh, McKenna... She she replied back to, always remember, you don't matter. She replied back, nothing does. Okay. okay. <laughs> now that I can't spin. I I'm sorry. Spin I, can't, to the I can't spin yeah, that. Please. That a girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great attitude. I think she was just misquoting Metallica. Nothing else matters. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Scott. <laughs>
I'll, I'll chalk it up to she was sick last night. Not yeah. feeling well. She did end the day on saying, I had such a good day, too. Good vibes all around, and I don't know where my head is spinning. I don't, uh, know. I don't know. That nothing matters. And, and, and an Maybe hour she before was at that, a carnival and was on a ride. This is what know, I don't. Swings <laughs> that go around. Well, this is what I don't get is that uh, she posted, I had such a good day, good vibes and everything, and I don't know where my head is spinning. But an hour before that, she said she got sick twice. Yeah. Maybe she likes throwing up. Threw up twice today. Yeah. Such a good day. Right, there we man. go. There, that's what I. That's what I needed. D fish in the chat room. It's a slightly aggressive way to say be humble, stay humble. I'm glad I wasn't convicted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's kind of the way I took it. Like, yeah, remain I humble mean, because you, you know, you don't matter. Like, I. That's a, a, a kind of a still of a, we- a weird way to. Yeah, not the just best way to say it. If you want somebody to be just, if that. you want the message to be be humble, just say that. Yeah, I get, I get it, but I mean, it's also social media. So right. again, the, the person that posted it could be meaning like, "Hey, you don't matter. F you, you do not matter." Or they could be saying something like this: "You can't. You will never know." I liked every morning look in the mirror and go, "You don't matter." Hmm. All right. On with the day. <laughs> hey, kids, before you go to school. <laughs> Just remember. Before you become you self-absorbed <laughs> and before you think that you're the only person out there, remember, you don't matter. That's a horrible message to tell kids. Well, okay. I didn't say tell it to kids, did I? Did I say, hey, kids, here's a message for you? And guys, did this person tweet out and go, hey, every little one out there, listen. Guys, have a good day at school. You don't matter. Don't forget. <laughs> Nobody said to tell that to kids at all. <laughs> it's also why I didn't pack a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a C on my test. Ah, you don't matter. <laughs> you don't matter anyway. <laughs> Damn it! I wish Moon were here today because he would Damn. definitely be defending me here. <laughs> he would take it some, you know, real crazy route. I, I'm gonna say that uh, he'd be on our side on that one. Ooh, boy, I, that's I you talking know. for somebody else. That's impressive. Oh, damn! Wow. What do you mean, damn? <laughs> Jesus, man! I guess I'm gonna be quiet today. Today's the day I'd be quiet. Oh, that's a shots fired. Is that not aggressive for you to go, I think he's on our side. Have you met Moon before? Have you met, have heard some of the crazy things that come out of his mouth? And now you're going to go ahead and go, yep, I speak for him. He is an odd bird. (laughs) He's an odd bird. He's an odd guy. No doubt about that. (sighs) Well, listen, it's better than what uh, Jeff had to go through yesterday. Oh, boy. I guess his house was teepeed. Yes, it certainly was. <laughs> Great. Two nights ago, yeah. So now, I did get the do, right house. Do the rules still apply when kids come to your house? Like, do you have to leave 200 oh. yards away <laughs> as they're TPing your house? Oh. I have to stand off of my property. So somebody TPed Jeff's house, so Sunday into Monday? Yes. Okay, Sunday into Monday, which, by the way, it rained. Uh-huh. Okay, so you got wet toilet paper. Yeah. Well, we walked out to the cars yesterday when we were leaving. And there were remnants of toilet paper <laughs> all over my G all wagon, over your, all yeah. over your. Oh wait, that's not car. what I drive. Yeah, yeah. There was just <laughs> like little your Mercedes, right? Uh, just little white specks everywhere. <laughs> and how ironic is it? Somebody hit my house with toilet paper. First of all, what a waste. Well, the person with Crohn's, right? So as the story goes, it was, hey, Dad, tonight's the night that uh, that they toilet paper uh, sophomores that they like. That are going to be juniors next year. Something to that Who effect. Who does that? Uh, somebody at the school. I, well, that's all. I don't know if it's seniors or juniors or what. I, so I don't know. So the juniors TP the houses of the sophomores they like. I, I guess. I don't know what age the kids were that's, that did. That's a thing. That's a, That's been a thing mm-hmm. forever. 
Right. So I was, huh. you know, I was like, oh, great. Been a thing at my school. And then, yeah, it was never a thing at mine, but I don't know if we had toilet paper back then. I guess we no. all weren't like. Really? It was never a thing at your school? Back in the day, wiped with rocks. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's weird because I remember like in North County, like the Hazelwood Central seniors would TP uh, the the juniors and vice versa. Same thing with I know Incarnate Word Academy and and Rosary and all those schools. That was like the thing. Like it was almost like initiation. Like uh, we would unhitch each other's horses from uh-huh. there. All right. Yeah. And go, ha ha. Ha ha. Let's see you get to as school the now. horses run away and the cart's still there. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, so, but w- the amazing thing about my family is by the time I got up and left the house yesterday morning, my car was cleaned off and Abby's car was cleaned off and Abby told them, Hey, look, there's two cars out front. Don't touch either one of those cars. And apparently whoever she told somebody else came to do the deed and didn't get that message. You little bastards. Oh, I know. Honestly, there was rolls of toilet there, paper on my roof. Is there no etiquette? And silly string as well. Is there no etiquette to this? Like what? 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 Like do you, you think? don't touch cars. You don't touch parents' cars. I, I definitely think the car thing was should be in effect. I remember when we were younger and we were like TP, cars are off limits. Cars were off limit. You do not because here's the thing: as much as you want to TP somebody's house, and even though that house is not, you're like the car is for sure the parents. Like you are not driving that car. Yeah. You are uh, that is your dad's car. Your I understand mom's car. you inconvenience the fellow student. Sure. But you don't touch the parents' car. You don't break windows. You don't touch the parents' car. Agreed. I think there should be some kind of code. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. So my happy ass was out there scraping. I mean, I had a garden hose. I had a a driveway, a blacktop brush. I had a Uh, shovel. I had the hose. And, it, and what I did with a lot of it was I just took a, a, you know, a pressure nozzle and sprayed a lot of it into the grass. And therefore, the next time she cuts the grass, it'll pick all that up. That's what I'm hoping happens. Yeah, but she's going to chop it up into little white pieces. Well, I mean, as long as it goes into the into the bag, uh, you know, holding it, then I'm okay with it. Yeah, and it's on the roof, probably in the gutters now. Oh, yeah. No, no, I got gutter cover, so. Uh, but no, there wasn't anything to gutter. But I was up on the roof, and I had I was home alone when I was coming down from the roof, and all I had was a six-foot wood ladder. You didn't have your daughter help? No, they were gone at the time. Uh, uh, work. Like- Work and uh, tutoring. You're getting out here and you're helping. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Oh, there was a this. fight. I remember when when we got victim of the TP war. It was six. Si- it was six a.m. and I got the door of my bedroom flung open, and my dad went, "You got hit last night. Go clean it." Mm. Yeah, I could imagine your dad saying that. Um, man, is that a picture? This is just some of the remnants. That. Sucks. Oh my God! The that's fact, a lot. The fact that they did it when it rains is the Post worst. Post that picture. Oh, it's silly string too. Oh, you little pricks. Yeah. What's funny is my that's extra a little neighbor, harsh, but <laughs> my extra neighbor. His, no, that's that's about right. Well, the thing is, is it, it has your daughter? Like, do the do the juniors retaliate or no? Or does oh, she wait until next? I don't year? know. Or I, I told her she she best not. Well, she, I mean, she will. She's going to. Uh, what At I'm saying is year. she won't be a party of it. Her class may do it, but she ain't going to do it. I've already told her she best not do it. Uh, but Jeff, she's going to do it. I mean, if she... Well, if it's she, not the entire class doesn't do it. A handful of people do it. Well, if she got hit, I mean, I mean that's like kind of a rite of passage. Like mm. Rite of passage is her getting grounded if she does it then ridiculous there's no and my next door neighbor his youngest is like 22 23 but back in the day when she had he was living he came out while i was scraping he's like you need any help kicking an 18 year old's ass you let me know hi you know what i wouldn't be opposed to 
Molotov cocktail night. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we did it in my school. No teepees. Very funny. <laughs> I'm just, just gonna a, get a bucket of cockroaches and throw them on the house. Just a beer That's bottle and a rag, you know, a beer bottle full of gas and a rag. <laughs> That's how we did it. Kids are soft these days, you know. Toilet paper. Yeah, last year we had a family in our neighborhood get hit with. They put flour on their car. Ooh. They put some kind of chemical down on the driveway so it stained the word on it. And then they oh. also hit the house with paintballs. That's and vandalism. Yeah, that's 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 no yeah. longer TP. Yeah, they broke stuff. It was crazy. That's that that's was vandalism. vandalism. Yeah, and I'm, I think I re- I think vandalism. I remember Moon showing me pictures of that, and he was like, "Man, kids got this house good." I'm like, "Dude, that's not kids getting this house good. That is a police report." Yeah, yeah. Like if you get TP'd, if I get TP'd, you know, when 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 you when you have like kids that are that age that are TPing, like for example, okay, here's something. If Riz, if you would get TP'd right now, mm-hmm. it's uncalled for. That's vandalism because you don't have kids in that age group that well, are going to go TP. You know, in. now with the kids going into fourth grade, the third graders, you know. That's not how that works. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, boy. Yeah, no, yeah, if you did it to my house, it was. Yeah, oh, the same with my house. Like, but, but if you have kids that are in high school, maybe even eighth grade, like around junior high, high school, that stuff happens okay and you take down the toilet paper and you clean up whatever's done and, and it sucks and it's frustrating but when you start shooting paintballs in my house and using chemicals to permanently stay in my driveway that's when we've got issues yeah, now now ago, i have a police report a couple months ago that there were two houses up i guess they had an ingoing ingoing senior and and the house was teepeed and the mm-hmm. trees were teepeed around their house and you go man that sucks and you see the dad out there with the big uh with the broom, mm-hmm. trying to reach up into the branches, trying to get the the toilet paper out, and you go, that sucks. Yeah, I used to. I had two trees in my front yard when I first when we first bought the house, and uh, there was, those are both gone now, or else they would have been covered as well. Chris on Twitter, a buddy and I TP to friends once, and we shaving creamed his mom's car. It sat in the sun, and the cream took off part of the paint on the car. Oops! Wow, a little more than an oops. That's yeah. a you're uh, paying for. The damage repair. Wow. Yep. Wow. I'm just glad it's over, basically. I mean, there's still definitely remnants, but. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. It was at the, oh, there was, I could show you pictures later on today. There's there's uh, uh, wet and then dried again uh, toilet paper all over the entrance to the little alcove where we live, too. So it's all up in there, too. So it's affecting other people in the in the neighborhood. The etiquette, though. Come on, kids. Yeah. Just leave the parents cars alone. They got to go to work and earn money. Yeah. Rubber bands all over the place, too. I, I guess we're holding the toilet paper until they were ready. I don't know. But there's there was probably 100 rubber bands all over the driveway, that, which sucks because dogs. Well, the, the rubber bands are you can't like toilet paper. You can run over with the lawnmower. Rubber bands, that'll destroy your lawnmower. So you oh, have to well. pick them up by hand. Oh, my God. That's, rubber bands, too? That's a thing? Rubber bands hurt never, a lawnmower, really? Well, I mean, how? What? just think. If you keep doing it, they just keep gumming up in there. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't disintegrate. They just gum up, and then all of a sudden, it gets jammed in the blade. I wouldn't cut them, though, huh? I mean, even if it does, it still gets in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait till my kids are older. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day comes to us from Collinsville, Illinois. It's Crystal Easley. Hey, hey Crystal. Hey. Welcome. Uh, Crystal has been listening to the Riz.
Chris show for years, and she says, you guys are the best reason to wake up early in the morning. And she listens on her drive to work, then puts in her earbuds at her desk. And she says, quote, you always keep me laughing and soothe any bad mood I may have. She says, I love you guys. I hope to be able to attend more events and be able to meet you guys. All you one day. She also says she could be a bit shy and never knows what to say. Keep up the great job. The team will uh, pull that out of you for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They're they're very welcoming. Well, welcome to the team, Crystal. You're now a Team Riz member for life. You get that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey, now part of a community. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-333. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. We'll get to your emails in a second. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Later on, we're going to make our real or fake picks. And with a Moon being out of town, we left last night. And I talked to him last night around uh, 8.40. At a very specific time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All I thought was that was after 8.30. Very specific time, 8.40. Well, I'd, I'd have talked to him about something. Sure. And uh, I said, uh, before I hung up, I said, hey, very important question. Did you hand in your real or fake picks? And he said, oh, yeah, no problem. King Scott got him. Come to find out, King Scott, do you have his picks? I do not have his picks. Okay, well, he... He texted me at 6.30. I don't know where he is currently. He te- Well, he texted at 6.23, saying that you're blind, picks an email from yesterday. And then he said, second week in, King Scott's trying to cheat. What? Because you scur. And I wrote back six minutes later, can you resend? He doesn't have any emails from you. Hello? Yeah, and he texted me, and I wrote him back the same thing. I didn't receive an email. Can you send it to your account? Send me your picks. I don't know. He's got until about 8.30. I'm going to text him, too. I'll say 8.30, and then I'm sorry, but it's market zero. As someone who's competing against him, I ain't texting him. (laughs) Well, Well, being that I talked to him last night, and the fact that he said he sent them, I will give him the benefit of the doubt, and I will, hey, man, resend. Right. I just said, no one has your picks. Send it the next hour and a half. Our market effing zero. Yeah. Sorry, man. Jeff, you could write him say, oh, we got your picks. Oh, yeah. Don't explain it. It was from last week. (laughs) Don't explain it. It was from last week. You know, I get it with, you know, new email systems and maybe things get lost. I don't know. King Scott's pretty new. There is this device that we have in our hands. I know. That he could go boop beep boop boop. Which he's been beep boop beep booming to me. I'd hate for there to be an asterisk next to. There will be no asterisk. It will be a zero. No asterisk, zero. It, it will be a zero, yes. But there will always be the, hey, you never sent in your picks week. Until he shows me a scent from his scent box that has yesterday's time and an email to Senior King Scott over there, then no. Okay. No asterisks. Just, yeah, just, the only way you can turn it around is if you see the scent box and right. it says, King Scott. He's got an hour and a half. Okay. Send it on over there, pal. He's yet to He's yet to uh, reply to my text message. Real simple, pal. Send it on over. I know. I know. So I know this is a very 
Very serious competition. Sure these is. movies. Very serious. Yeah, it's no longer fun. But I mean, well, don't say that. I mean, it's still fun. You don't I have enjoy, to do this. this I enjoy punishment. looking at the. Oh, I've had to do punishments in the past. So don't say. You don't say. I don't. I, you know, I haven't served out punishments that have been mentally, mentally torturous. I'd rather I have, have mental torture all day, every day, than physical torture. Than the physical torture. Yep. I got good news and bad news. Okay. Uh, the bad news is for Jeff that he did send it, and okay. I got him here. Okay, you got him. Yeah. All right. So that's that. Done and done. Hey, I remember there was a, um, I think we talked about this last week, there was a recent story about how you should have twice your salary saved by the time you're 35 years old. And we talked about that last, I think, Friday. You should have twice your salary saved by the time you're 35 years old. And people like that is completely unrealistic. Like, unrealistic. Yep. For sure. I mean, unless you make like $5,000 a year. Okay. Gotcha. We're good. But now it's inspired a a new meme where people are posting how much, uh, well, being that it's unrealistic, much more realistic things you should try to get done by the age of 35. I thought that some of these were funny. By the age of 35, you should have a junk drawer filled with USB flash drives. (laughs) You're reluctant to throw out because you don't know what's on them but you are reluctant to plug in because you don't know what's on them. <laughs> you know what that used to be? They used to be those disposable cameras. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, what the hell is on this? Yeah. I think I got a couple of them still kicking around really? in a box. That you don't know. I have no idea what's on them. I have a, I have a, DV, a recordable DVR or two that I'm kind of scared to throw into a DVD player. Not scared. <clears throat> They're not labeled, so I don't know what they are. You know what I mean? What could possibly be on them? I know I had, way back in the day, the original, se- maybe the second sex tape. Uh, not of mine, so celebrity sex uh, tape. I mean, yeah, I was like, there. you better hurry this up. Night in Paris, One Night in Paris. Okay. I, when that first came out, I know somebody that I was working with at the, at the time got one and made a bunch of copies and gave me one, and I never labeled it. And I think it might be sitting in a junk drawer. I'm not positive. That's less personal than what could be on a disposable camera. Agreed. Oh, you think it's stuff like that? Are you are you talking like bank information and things like that? Or no, on t- a disposable camera? Oh, I'm so sorry. I was thinking, thinking like flash drives. Sorry. Who knows? I don't know. That those hmm. are from the from the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. What kind of life are you living? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> By uh, age 35, you should have at least one fork in your cutlery drawer that you just don't like and actively frown at it if you accidentally grab it. That's a spoon in my drawer, but yes. I have a fork like that. I got a fork and a spoon like that. Got an old uh, Mickey Mouse spoon from my oldest when she was a little kid. I mean, it's like that big. It's completely useless. I don't know why we still have the damn thing. (laughs) Don't get it. With mine, there was a spoon that got caught in the, the... The garbage disposal. Oh, and it's all bent? So No, it's not all bent, but you can't tell until you like get real close, but one of the sides of it is like a serrated knife. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, I'm going to eat this yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why don't you just throw it out? Because every time I, I can just use it. You just can't. You can't. And, then, and then I'm like, I need to throw this away, and then I put it in the dishwasher. We have a nice cutlery set, like nice forks and knives. We, we just got in it. And there's there's one fork that does not match. <laughs> I don't know why we don't throw it out, but it just keeps getting washed and going back in the rotation. 
Uh, by age 35, you should have a huge box of cables, but you can't throw them out because you're pretty sure you need a couple of them, but you're not sure which ones. Guilty as true. Yeah, yeah, guilty same. on that yeah. one. I got enough power cords in a box that's in my garage right now that I could probably power this entire building if I could find out what they were too. Like there's like every laptop I've ever owned in the history of this world, I have the power cords. Yeah, though. I have hmm. old yeah. cables from like uh, old Apple products with the wide, the wide plug-in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And no devices that those work with. See, but here's the thing: you're gonna like run into like your old iPod. You're gonna find sometime. You're gonna be like, oh man, I want to turn this on, and then That's all of a sudden you're gonna go, where is that cord? That's I just what I'm threw thinking. Those away. Hmm. Or the uh, you know the yellow white. Red cables. Oh, see, I use those all the time. So with but the I have, DJ gig. I have seven thousand of them. Oh, I, I'm the same way. I I have enough <laughs> that I lot. could I could run from I can run them from here to my house. <laughs> uh, by age thirty five, you should have a shelf full of books. You can't read because they're not ebooks, but can't throw away because well, you intend to read them at some point. Mm-hmm. That. By age thirty five, you should have a kitchen cabinet dedicated entirely to plastic bags that contain other smaller plastic bags. <laughs> <Got> Guilty. <it. laughs> By age 35, you should run into friends and say, we should hang out soon. Twice a week, but you never hang out. Uh, You're supposed to have, and this is their quote, hella money saved by 35, but my debit card got declined buying a Twix bar and a Diet Coke at age age 41. (laughs) By age 35, you should have figured out how to spell bananas without Mm -hmm. having to mentally sing Hollaback Girl. Mm -hmm. I think it makes it more fun. And by age 35, you should have a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. And you should ask yourself, well, how did I get here? <laughs> Name the song. I uh, don't know. How did I get here? That's Talking Heads. Right? Same as it ever was? No. What song? How did I get here? <laughs> Days gone by. Uh, you don't know that song. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Yeah, I know that song. Duh. I didn't know that particular line. My apologies. No. All right, that went over everybody's head. Swing and a miss. Talking heads. <laughs> not for me. Swing and a miss. That's off to the. Uh, I think that's off the Remain in Light album from nineteen. You're not looking at that isn't it? Are you? Yes. All right. Let's get to uh, your emails. <clears throat> Somebody out there got it. Thank you. Erin uh, is uh, getting married on Friday, as a matter of fact. Congratulations to her. And uh, they're just going to do the uh, uh, courthouse ceremony, just the two of them, just going to go legally get married. And that's it. And after that, sure, <clears throat> parents are happy with that. Just the two of them, not a group. <laughs> uh, they want to find someplace downtown uh, to, to eat afterwards. Something upscale but comfortable, not stuffy and pretentious. What are some of our favorite places oh, downtown? downtown? DBs. Oh, all right. What? Downtown, huh? There, so not too expensive. Uh, not in something upscale, but comfortable, not stuffy and pretentious. I mean, there's what's that three sixty five restaurant? Three three sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That place is great. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, for a nice romantic dinner after a courthouse wedding. Sauce on the side. I mean, you could do that if you want to go the calzone route. I mean, that's... Lombardo's right over here is good. Lombardo's, <clears> you <throat> do? Yeah. I don't know, that 365 restaurant. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. Yeah, you could do that. And there's a roof or 
not a rooftop, but they have a nice patio and everything at the casino over there. Yeah, for at the is it the Four Seasons up there? Yeah, that place is really nice. Yeah, we had dinner up there once. Very nice. And I don't know if this is. And it know, wasn't crazy expensive hmm. either. A tenderloin room is, is good too. It's a little more upscale. I don't know. I think after you get married, you should do something on a rooftop, see the whole city. You know what? That would be cool pictures if they're still. I don't even know if they're doing the you know the tux and the and the white dress. Maybe not since well, they're going to. He's going to wear an Iron Maiden T-shirt. Oh, then definitely rooftop. <laughs> Maybe for some cool pictures. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next. Well, uh, congratulations, kids. Yeah. Uh, Pat from St. Anne is weighing in on the whole, uh, the lady, remember the lady we talked about that was wearing the wedding her wedding dress and watching the royal wedding by herself. Mm-hmm. And then somebody brought up the uh, a football jersey analogy or baseball oh, jersey me. or whatever. Yeah, well, the royal wedding, Saturday morning, 6 a.m., the husband came down to find his wife and took a picture of it. She was in her wedding dress watching the royal wedding. And mm-hmm. I said, hey, you know, it's just like... Uh, you know, you watch a you watch a Cardinal game. You putting on a jersey. You putting on the Molina jersey, watching the Cardinal game. Same thing, huh? Pat here is uh, respectfully di- uh, disagreeing with you. The jersey just represents that I like the team. It's not like I'm wearing my old Little League jersey, trying to live out some some sort of vicarious delusion. That's now, a great if she point. if she had a fake wedding dress with Markle eighteen on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a different story. Oh, listen, I'm not saying it's not psycho. Oh, it's certainly psycho. And I would question our relationship if I found, if I found my wife downstairs in the living room with her wedding dress on watching the Royal Wedding. I'd go, babe, what's... You okay? <laughs> you okay? You, you know, you're not, you're not the princess here. You okay? Listen, I'm sure all the women that got up early... And watch the royal wedding. I mean, that's their dream to be a princess. They yeah. wanted to be a princess since you know they were young girls. That's their dream to marry a prince and live in a castle. And they're watching somebody else live out their fantasy. That's why they got up early and they watched the royal wedding. Right. And this woman probably needs to seek some help. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, Gina does the blood drives every year, usually two of them, actually. She loves the awesome shirt. She loves the karma, obviously. And also Mississippi Valley likes her. Are we doing any of these blood drives on a Saturday by chance? Yes. The next one, I believe, will be Saturday, June 23rd at Hoods in in, uh, Fenton. Hoods in Fenton. That's uh, yeah, I know exactly where that is. That's right by the uh, the gym there, the Gold's Gym. It's a fairly new location. Eighty eight Western Plaza, June twenty third. Unless there's one before then, but that's the next one on my calendar. That place is neat. You can donate blood and buy a giant Sasquatch. Yeah. Were you there with me last time? Yes. We were in Festus last time, though. We were yeah. at the Festus. Oh location. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a great spot. Yeah, it's a great spot. Yeah. Eighty eight uh, Western Plaza in Fenton. Yeah. Hoods. Yeah. On June 23rd, I believe, will be the next blood drive. So, thank you. And those shirts, by the way, look great. The new uh, Eagle Call Answer shirts mm-hmm. look pretty sweet. Uh, next. Uh, let's see. No name on this one, but they want to know what our favorite cars are as we grew up. Uh, specifically, ask me, I think, just for the uh, the joke that uh, something about chariots and things. Uh, but everybody in the room here, what do you, what was your favorite car? Like, since you turned 16 or since you first got your first car, you've had several of them over the years. What's your favorite one? My dad had a cherry red uh, 1988 Mustang GT 
and that car was sweet. And then when I turned 16, you know, let me drive around and kind of became my de facto car for a little while. And uh, my brother killed the car. He, he wound up driving it into a flood and uh, getting water sucked up into the engine. I'll do it. That. Huh. Uh, we'll but do it. That was, man, that was a cool ass car. Yeah. 1988 Mustang GT. I never got to drive it, but my dad's van that I have tattooed on my arm was pretty badass. It was. Uh, it had a bed in the back. That's it had a straight uh, up molester van. Oh yeah, sh- shag carpeting, <laughs> all three sixty in the place. Surprising. Eight speakers, and it was a three speed on the column. It was badass, but I never got to drive it. But my mom's uh, uh, T Bird, after she passed, we all got to drive it, and I had just turned sixteen, and it was a badass big old eighty one T Bird. It was great, black on the outside and gold on the inside leather. It was. It was pretty cool. My dad was also a Corvette guy, and he had a Corvette when he passed away. Never let me drive it. Really. Yep, never let me drive it. And uh, when I came home after he passed away, first thing I did was take out that car. <laughs> <laughs> and I drove it up the Palisades Parkway, and I, 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 I'm not even joking, I had the Top Gun soundtrack in the tape player. Yes. <laughs> and damn it, did I play Danger Zone as I was driving north on the Palisades Parkway. I'm surprised. Do you still have that? Do, do, do you guys still have that car? No, my mom sold it. Hmm. That's right. I'm surprised that you didn't bring that home. No, my mom sold it. Plus, I'm not in my 50s. I, don't, I shouldn't drive a Corvette. <laughs> Forgot that's the rule. That's the, that's the rule. <laughs> what was your favorite car? Uh, just big truck. No, no specific like. No, I was never into model. I or... was never into Mustangs. Never into Corvettes. Never into Camaros. Sports cars were never my thing. It, for me, it was just a, a big old truck. Like right now, like a, a Raptor. Oh my God! Like that is. You know how like you like swoon over you know Corvettes and things mm-hmm. like that. To me, mm, that ra- that Ford Raptor, I want it right yeah, now. Yeah, those Raptors is pretty sweet. Um, yeah. My 2013 Charger was pretty awesome. I liked that car. I love my Wrangler now. Yeah. As far as my favorite cars that I ever owned, like me purchased, probably my Wrangler that I had. I had it a short time. I only had it like a year and a half, but I loved it. Scott. Yeah, my favorite was this. Uh, it was a 1977 Chevy Scottsdale, a red truck that my dad got for me whenever I turned 16, but it was a family car. But it had a lift kit on it. It was oh, nice. pretty huge, but it was awesome. And the uh, back window couldn't lock, so you could slide it open, and you used a screwdriver to start it, but it was All still right. the best truck. It was awesome. It's got character. And no gauge for gas or how fast you're going, so you just nice. kind of have to... Assume here, son. Your, here's a death trap. You had to put yes. your feet through the floorboard to stop it, but it's <laughs> had cool. that issue too. Fred Flintstone style. <laughs> but it carried steak on my window. It was pretty nice. What else, Jeff? Uh, you want another one? Yeah. A CDC. This is from Amber, who is, by the way, a registered nurse. She says that the CDC recommends that individuals with diarrhea do not go into pools for at least two weeks after symptoms symptoms are resolved. Yeah, we talked about that last week. The CDC reported that there were a ton of outbreaks over the past couple of years of illnesses due to people with diarrhea swimming in hotel pools, hotel pools and hot tubs. That is yucky McGross. So you got diarrhea and you go swimming and those parasites, that bacteria, whatever you got there, viruses. You think you're clean. You ain't. You're not. No matter how much you wipe. You're not clean. What if you have waterproof diapers on? Nope. And listen, and I mean, and, I don't know. And those uh, diarrhea bacteria, whatever they are, 
they live in the pool once you leave. I'd imagine it's a nice warm environment for of them, course. right? Yeah. And you're getting people sick, you disgusting people. And remember, when your eyes sting after you leave a pool, it's not because of the chlorine. And also remember that the the more of a chlorine smell, the dirtier the pool. Mm -hmm. Pools should not smell like chlorine because it smells like chlorine because there's so much treatment done to the pool. Well, it's it's the urine, too. It's like you smell the chlorine because the chlorine is activated because the germs that are in there. Is that right? Because of the urine. Yeah. Like specifically the people going number one in the pool. All right. Here's some as far as going number one goes. Let's see where you fall in line here. Have you ever used a handicap stall in a public bathroom? Of course. Yes. Nearly yes. every time. I have. Nearly every time, huh? Oh, yeah. If it's, it's available, I'm Technically, I'm I probably it. can. Yeah, yeah. As somebody yeah. with Crohn's, yes. Yeah. I thought the handicap stall was for those with like physical disabilities. You don't think Crohn's is a physical disability? I'm talking about like in a wheelchair, like... I mean, what's the difference between the regular smaller stall and the bigger stall? I like to do the parallel bars and then dismount That's onto the That's why toilet. I do it. Yep. <laughs> uh, 77% of us have used a handicapped stall in a public bathroom not being handicapped. All right, what about, uh, have you ever uh, gone number one? These are all going number one. Outdoors in a rural area, like the woods or a field. Yes. Yeah. 68% of us said, said yes. But that would mean that 32% have not. Man, you are really missing out. Yeah. Nothing better. Nothing better. Really? Nothing better. Nothing better. Nothing mm. better. Okay. No- <laughs> you name one thing that's better than that. Pretty much uh, everything else. <laughs> not every. Get out of here. Everything else. Like beats. Beats suck compared to going to the bathroom outside. <laughs> Good point. Uh, okay. Outdoors in an urban area. Talking about an alleyway or against a building. Sure. Uh-huh. Okay. I have. 29% of us have. In the shower. Sure. Yes. Yes. I don't, I'm not a fan, but yes. But you have, all right. 54% of us have, which seems low. Uh, in the ocean. Of course. Sure. I don't remember, but I'm probably sure. sure. I have, yeah. Scott? Try to remember. Probably. 48% of us hmm. have. Uh, in a public bathroom of the opposite sex. No. Yeah, I had one of those moments one night. Where I was in there going to the bathroom, and then I left. I'm like, hey, there's a girl coming in. And yeah, I've, like, I've ah! done it accidentally. I hate when you come out of the stall and you're washing your hands going, wow, this is one of those bathrooms. There's no urine. Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are cool flowers on the. Where you got to reach for the towel and it's a tampon dispenser. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, works good. The tampons because they absorb the water. 38% of us have done that uh, in a bathtub. Oh, gosh. Not as a little kid. No. I have not. Yeah, that's a monster that does that. I have not. Uh, 22% of us uh, have done that in a bottle. Yes. No. I, don't think I, I have. Know. Yes, on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, 21% of us have. Of those 21%, 37% men and 6% of women. Uh, in a swimming pool. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, imagine, not, yeah. Not as an adult, but I'm sure as a kid, yeah. This is as an adult. Then as an no. adult. Oh, no. I don't think so. I will admit I have. Wow. I have. I'm not a proud not a proud moment, and I I was imbibing at the time. Is this someone that their pool that works within us? No, no. It, it was not recently. <laughs> 20% of us have said yes. 
uh, in a sink in your own home. Of course. No, it's not a, that's not, not, not of an course. of course. Of course. That is not an it's of course. It's an of course for my answer, yes. You guys know that, that I have. So yes, that's, not a general, that's not a general of course. No, no, it's a, of course for me is what I meant by that. <laughs> I didn't mean to answer for you guys. Jeez. Sorry. Over 50% is an of course. <laughs> Actually, I think over 75%. If, it, if any survey is over 75%, it's an of course. Yes. I'll agree with that. This is 12% of people have done that. So that's for sure not an of course. I have not. I have not ever. I, of course, have. Now, of those 12%, 5% of women said yes to that one. Wow. In somebody else's sink. No, of course no. not. No. Not even in a drunken stupor? No. You got to remember, I don't pee. That's right. That's right. Uh, I have not. Uh, 10% have urinated in somebody else's sink. And the survey also found 48% of women think their bathrooms should have more toilets than men's rooms because it takes longer to go. And 25% of guys agreed with that. Only 2% of men and 1% of women said men should get more toilets than women. So hmm. those are those are the stats for you. Breaking down. Hey, listen, we break down the numbers for you. That's what we do. Uh, one more, Jeff. One more email. All right. Uh, so this is from uh, Eli. He was at a restaurant with about 10 people. Four of them went in on a Groupon. The bill was 70 bucks. After the Groupon and splitting between the four of them, his bill came to $15. So he tipped accordingly, thinking everyone tipped on their own part of the bill. He was leaving the restaurant and the waitress chased him out of the restaurant saying she needed a bigger tip. Apparently, everyone that was sharing the Groupon thought that our emailer was covering the tip, so she got shorted on the tip. Mm. So they didn't tip for their share of the meal. Couple, couple things here. I yeah, I also have a couple things. Couple things. The fact that she ran out, you're fired. I think the that's the that biggest thing out of this is, out of this whole thing. Is that her, a fireable offense? Oh, if I was her boss, I would fire her. Because yes. you also have to remember, you are not required to get a tip. Yeah, yeah. Your job. I mean, of course, being a waitress, you live off of tips, and people know that. Yeah, it's right if you don't tip. Of course, but it is not a requirement that I, as a customer, am to tip you. Yeah, that's- so when you chase me out of the restaurant and go, you need to leave me a bigger tip, as an owner, that now looks bad on me and the owner of this, so you are fired. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty quick firing. I, I don't think so at all. Um, Maybe a stern talking to, like, hey, you can't do that. Uh, and, and if somebody goes, hey, you need to do something, I don't need to do crap. Mm-hmm. Good service. Okay, I will I will then tip you. Uh, secondly, you should be tipping on what the amount prior to the should Groupon is. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I have a $50 gift card, I don't tip on $13. I yeah. tip on 63 Agreed. Yeah, if, you have a, if, if the bill is 83 bucks and you have a $50 gift card, you don't tip on the 13 bucks. You tip on what it or should be. Or whatever the price was, yeah. You tip on, if, you know, hey, somebody gives you, you know, something for free. Like, hey, you know, I'm going to comp the meal for you guys tonight. You tip on what the meal should have been. Right. Agreed. So what's this guy's question? Oh, that's pretty much it. His whole thing was, should I be upset? Was it rude that she came running out of the restaurant? Because it was, in, if you if you remember, it was just a misunderstanding. They came back in and tipped correctly once she came out and alerted them to it. But a little overboard that she ran out of the restaurant, you know, chasing after them. Yeah. That was that was the only question on there. So. 
Yeah, it's, it's odd the running after. That's was it a nice place? I wonder. Doesn't say. I mean, the bill was seventy dollars between four people. So, yeah, was this Applebee's? Doesn't because I think uh, you doesn't know, say. The CEO of Applebee's, Carl Appleby, would not. I don't think that's against oh, the rules. I think is. that's yeah. an employee handbook. Stickler that's on not, that, Mister. Oh! Once again, thank you guys for coming out to the blood drive yesterday, the first one of the year over at Foley Dental Group in Maryville, Illinois. A lot of your ratio weirders out there. A lot of Team Riz members out there as well. And I think the next event will be at the Hoods in Fenton. That would be Saturday, June the 23rd, the next blood drive. All the details at 1057thepoint.com slash blood drive. But as I was driving out to, out to Maryville, had to drive past uh, the arena where the Blues play, which went through a name change yesterday. So it's now the Enterprise Center? Correct. Doesn't Enterprise Arena have more of a ring to it? I agree. It's not an arena, though. It's a center. Mm. What makes an arena a center? I don't know. That's that's that's. <laughs> or what makes a center an arena? Hmm. Well, it's a diff. Yeah, it was Keel Center, right? Yeah. And then it was Savas Center, and then Scott Trade Center, and now the Enterprise Center. And that Scott Trade Center sign is down. It's already gone, huh? That Scott Trade sign is down. As I was driving out around uh, 2.33 o'clock, the Scott was taken down. And then on my way back, the trade was down. Hmm. There's a big old sign on the side that says Enterprise Enterprise Center. They should drop off the... The SCOTT over here. We put up on the building or something. Why? Yeah, what are you guys going to do with the letters? I mean, the, 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 web, the website's already changed. Like, I, I tried to go to, to Scott Trade Center and boom. Oh, right. yeah. EnterpriseCenter.com. I mean, the millions of dollars that Enterprise paid for that sponsorship. I mean, it better be changed right away. Yeah. And that Scott Trade sign better be down today. <laughs> Yeah, they say how many millions they paid for that uh, for that sponsorship. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look. I don't I'm think sure it's more I than I 50 bucks. 15-year <laughs> naming rights. 15 years, huh? Yeah. I've You know, I've only seen one answer to this, to the question, and I'm not sure that this is even right because it's in some chat room, seedhound.com, from eight years ago, but it says it's the same thing. It's just a different way of naming something. I don't know that to be true, but... Maybe when they built the place or... You know, whoever built it said, this is a center. It's not an arena. Mm-hmm. Don't call there's it gotta that. has got to be. I'm sure somebody there's has some sort it. of an answer. And somebody yeah. out there listening, please let us know. Yeah, there's got to be Why is it center and not arena? Yeah, Enterprise Arena has more of a ring to it. But if it's not an arena, it's a center. Here's okay. a good question. There's got to be a reason. Here's Let's see this. Enterprise Arena. Uh, ooh, I don't see it. I was going to say, is there an Enterprise Arena already? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think they have a couple sponsorships for sporting venues, don't they? Enterprise? I don't know. Yeah, that's the new name. The Enterprise Center. Hmm. And uh, people I know were upset. People in our chat room, actually. Why did they name it something more St. Louis? Wasn't Enterprise a St. Louis company, right? Yeah, it still is, isn't it? Yeah, isn't, and Enterprise started here in St. Louis. Yeah. Okay, so that's a St. Louis name. But it should be named after a beer. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's not how this whole sponsorship thing works. It's not Arch Arena. You can't just 
Damn, it's been around for 61 years. Man, I did not know that. A company bids on the sponsorship, and whoever pays the most money, they go, oh, we're going to go with that. So congratulations to the Enterprise people. You got the sponsorship. Pretty cool. There it is. The Blues play in the Enterprise Arena. God damn it. The Enterprise Center. The Rizzuto Show. <laughs> Crap on celebrities. It was it was cheaper. They just left the center up there and they just took oh, yeah, so Scott Trade out and put in, yeah. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. R. Kelly not having the greatest uh, you know, time anyway as far as his personal life is concerned. Now he's accused of engaging in the long-term sexual and emotional abuse of a female fan uh, that regularly included uh, uh, the woman being pushed around for not... Sexually satisfying R. Kelly. He doesn't seem like a nice person. Really doesn't. This lady's name is Faith Rogers, and she says she first met R. Kelly in 2017. Tell me if this sounds familiar. After one of his concerts, San Antonio, she was 19 at the time. She she says that he gave her uh, alcoholic beverages before getting her phone number. A few months later, he flies her to New York, gives her all the travel arrangements, and after the concert... She says Kelly, quote, bombarded her hotel room and, quote, initiated unwanted sexual contact. Despite allegedly telling her after she said, no, no, I don't want to do all of the sex. He said it doesn't matter. And uh, it happened anyway. She says the sex was painful and abusive. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're saying that he had kind of a harem and would keep these girls as sex slaves and right. kind of groom them. And this is, hey, this happened to me, and I want you to get in trouble with the police. So that this isn't conjecture. She's saying this happened. Uh, she says that Kelly insulted and criticized her for her lack of participation in the sex uh, because obviously she didn't want to. After the incident, she says she went and got tested for STDs, and he left her a little surprise. Oh, the, the herpaderp? Yep, left oh, that behind no. for her. Uh, let's see, even though she, he said that he, or I'm sorry, she says she was disease-free before the sex. And this is where it takes a turn, and I'm not victim-blaming here, uh, but she says that she actually began a relationship with him for about a year after that. Accuses him of routinely engaging in, quote, intimidation, mental, verbal, and sexual abuse. She says that he would regularly lock her in secluded rooms and areas uh, as punishment for failing to please him sexually. She also says she has epilepsy and all of this, uh, the alcohol and everything else aggravated that condition. Scum. She also says that he had intercourse with her without disclosing the STD. Here's a strange question, though. Would you ever take a free flight from someone and uh, go out to a town like that and not... When you're, when you're an impressionable 19-year-old 19. that she was obviously at his show, so and she not, already liked him. She doesn't think he's going to want something... You know, people are blinded by the the stars. I mean, the stars and oh my gosh, he really likes me. Yeah. You know, if he meets you in, let's say, uh, Boise, Idaho, to him, you're Boise, Idaho. He picked me. He picked me to go on his jet and fly around the world with him. Yeah. And be with him. Is it uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Is that how you say this? Gyllenhaal? That's not it. (laughs) (laughs) It's in uh, talks to play Mysterio in the sequel to the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Uh, Now, this Mysterio made his debut in the comics back in 64, as you guys all remember. Hollywood stuntman, special effects expert, and then he takes his skills and he goes to a life of crime. 
Meanwhile, Michael Keaton in talks to return as Vulture. Actually, I believe is going to return as Vulture. Not clear how that's going to go, because if you remember the end of the last one, he was in prison, refusing to say who Spider-Man actually was, secret identity-wise. Well, I'm not going to give it away, but if you saw the Avengers, the new one, I don't see how a Spider-Man homecoming can happen. Okay? I'm going to leave it there. All right. I will move on to the next story then. How's that? <laughs> why, why do you give me the side eye? I didn't say anything. I want to distance myself as far as I way away from you what? as I that can. That means right he now. could have been suspended from school. <laughs> okay. He broke his leg in the Avengers. You got it. He's in ISS. Everything. Hey, he's in I'm, ISS I could have right gone now. Into a, para, into a parasailing uh, if I accident. Could, if I can get into a different state right now, I would. <laughs> More facts from the Royal Reading? Okay. 29.2 million people in the U.S. watched it. In 2011, the other one with his brother, 22.8 million people watched uh, Prince William and Kate Middleton get married. Uh, although it was carried on four more networks than the one All right, on, so more over people the watched. The, the one in 2011. But there was four more networks involved, so... Also, uh, almost 18 million people in the UK tuned in and compared to more than 24 million for William and Kate. Well, I mean, he's going to be the king. Sure. 3.4 million social media users tweeted about the royal wedding from the very start of the big day to the end of the ceremony. And that Bishop Michael Curry's uh, address address to uh, that got 40,000 tweets per minute. While the declaration of Harry and Meghan as husband and wife produced 27,000 tweets per minute. All 53 countries in the Commonwealth were honored on uh, Meghan's veil. She had uh, distinct flowers from each country. Well, I knew I think you were the wondering about the veil. For me, was the first kiss. I agree. Was there? There was no tongue either. Was there any royal tongue? Do no. we know? No. You think they discussed that ahead of time? No tongue. I think that was. Uh... It is the royal tongue. <laughs> Who was his best man? Uh, I think the brother. Yeah, and the brother. He had a... I think he had a friend too. Up did there. they do the, the fake? Like, couldn't find the ring thing. It was Rick. Oh. You know how they did do the ring thing? His brother was his best man, and I guess it was the program that they all had. He put the rings on the on the piece of paper and handed them over to the priest that way. And, I, I mean, it would have been so easy for them to slide off. That's what I was waiting for. Mm. It was no, like, official thing. He put them on a piece of paper and went, here have you go, you priest. the wing? There was, uh, there was co-best men, Scott. It was uh, his brother and uh, his drinking buddy, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky's awesome. <laughs> who, who, as 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 he goes, I now pronounce you husband and wife. And Ricky went, woo! Get it! Get it! Did uh, did Harry have uh, help me on the bottom of his shoes? Kneeling? <laughs> <laughs> it said help me, Gagna. Uh, like Megan arrived. Megan uh, arrived in a Rolls Royce a Phantom Nine, one of only sixteen ever built. I don't know where the hell she got the money for that. Wedding cake had five hundred eggs in it. Well, I think the Rolls Royce was actually lent to her by the Queen. It was the Queen's oh, Rolls Royce. That is nice. I've never seen her tooling around in that. Five hundred eggs in the wedding cake. Recipe for the lemon elderflower cake. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Yes. Delicious. I am not. Also called for two hundred lemons, forty-four pounds of butter. 44 pounds of flour, 44 pounds of sugar, took five days to make, and had a team of six bakers, and it had 150 150 flowers on top. The wedding itself cost $45 million. 
Jeez. That's a little bit more than mine cost. Yours was like low 30s, wasn't it? Yeah, right yeah. around there. I mean, you guys uh, did, did a lot of rail, though, right? <laughs> uh, 25 chefs made 7,500 food items for the reception. It was a lunch. Free-range chicken with mushrooms and young leeks. Uh, young leeks love, love some leeks. Oof. You're a leek fan? I have no idea. Uh, 10-hour slow-roasted Windsor pork belly as well. Those who worked on Megan's uh, wedding veil, listen to this. They washed their hands every 30 minutes to keep it pristine and, and whatever color it was, I'm assuming white. White. 100,000. More than 100,000 people lined the, uh, the streets there on the route to the wedding procession as well. I'm assuming, though I could be wrong, decidedly less people saw the American Idol finale last night than the royal wedding. But we now have ourselves a new American Idol that in two years we won't be able to name. Here you go. All right. After the nationwide vote, the winner of American Idol is... Maddie Poppy. Oh, my God. That's who I Maddie Poppy? Yeah. Ugh. All right. There she is. She is going to perform. I had, my, I had my money on her. Going, going, going. Baby, I was meant to Yep. The last time we'll hear from her. Thank you. Uh, Kendra, this is a strange story. Kendrick Lamar performed at a music festival in Alabama on Sunday. He invited a woman named Delaney up on stage to rap one of his songs, Mad City. Okay. Is that one of his more popular ones? I have no idea. I thought you, you don't like uh, Kendrick Lamar? Sure, but that doesn't mean I know his entire catalog. Now, we're the people that... Turn a, uh, a stink eye to pretty much everything. So I don't know if this was a setup or not. The video is on the blog if you want to yeah, check this out. I you think, think so? And I think it's rotten. Either way? I, I think this... Well, it's a white woman he calls up right. on stage. Delaney is white. And she he invited her up on the stage to, to rap one of his songs, this Mad City. The, this song has more than a dozen N-words N in it, including the chorus. And she did not self-edit. In essence, it's hard to hear, but so she was singing a verse with a lot of N-words in it. Yeah, she was dropping the N-bomb. And was dropping the N-bomb with Kendrick Lamar, who pulled her up on stage to right. rap with him. You want to know why I think it's set up? Is because the music cuts before he goes, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hmm. And she's like, I'm so cool. <laughs> he pulls her up knowing full well what this song is, is going to be. Right. Pulls up a white girl. No, she's not going to self-edit. Doesn't tell her to self-edit. So he's trying to prove some kind of point about white people saying the N-word. And now this video is going around of this girl, who I'm I'm assuming is not in on this little skit. Or could be, too. Oh, you don't think who knows? so? I think I she is. Think so. Oh, I think she is. Either way, the crowd went went obviously went crazy about it and uh i guess uh she he she apologized he let her try again she skipped the n-words this time she got tripped up a bit so he cut her off 
And I mean, yeah. for what it's worth, if you watch the video, he looks like he's enjoying the whole thing. So that's that's the first thing that yeah, made I me hold on a second. I, I, I don't know for sure. I'm just. Are you speculating, Riz? Speculating. All right. <laughs> I don't think she was in on it. Hmm. And I think that he's trying to prove some kind of point using her as as a pawn. And it, now this video is going to go around and her name is going to go around and this is going to be around forever for her. In in my mind, the way that I look at it is if I get pulled up on stage to rap a song and I know that song has the N-word in it and I'm a white guy, I know better to not do that. Yeah, but she, she got caught up in the moment. She's in. That's why I think she's in on it. And I think it was all a skit, a planned skit between everybody. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, a couple of quick stories for you, Ariana well, he's Grande. Taking heat for it, by the way. He's oh yeah, a lot of heat for it. Yeah, Ariana Grande is now dating from SNL Pete Davidson. Well, good for him. Yeah, it's kind of new for them. They're just kind of hanging a little bit here and there, a little casual. Uh, but her ex, that Mac Miller, remember he got into that car accident recently, and uh, he got busted for DUI, blew nearly twice the legal limit after he was arrested, and that was well after you remember he fled the scene. Him and his buddies got out, you know, got out of the vehicle and took off, and they found him later, like hours later, at his house, and he still blew almost twice the legal limit. Good for Pete Davidson. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and by the way, today is the one year anniversary of the the Manchester shootings with Ariana Grande Man, there. Yeah, no. today's the one year anniversary of that. Uh, speaking of SNL, top five SNL skits from this year. I can't remember the last time I watched an entire episode of, of Saturday Night Live, so some of this might go over over my head here. Uh, number five is Natalie's uh, rap. Number two, that's Natalie Portman. Love that. Okay. She did a second uh, second version of that. Uh, number four is Film Panel. Kate McKinnon plays an old school Hollywood starlet who recounts tales of studio era horror stories. Anybody know that I one? Nope. That one. Okay, and I have audio from the last three. Number three is the commercial shoot, and this. This is Will Ferrell and Kate McKinnon, two elderly, everyday people botching a commercial for a local restaurant. All right. You two ready to make a commercial? Well, we're not actors, but we'll do our best. Uh, we wanted to show real Dickinson's customers showing real enthusiasm for good home cooking. You guys feel ready for a take? Well, Dan has all the lines. Dan, are you ready? Give me the line one more time. Sure. Uh, the line is baked in a crispy pastry crust, okay? One more time that it's uh, baked in a crispy pastry crust. And action! Baked in a crusty pasty crisp. Uh, crips. Baked in a cruppity flastery puff. I'm sure I'm getting it on like that. Okay. Yes. Number two, Welcome to Hell, where the stories about powerful men being sexual predators are turned into a bubbly K-pop style video. I do remember that. Hey there, boys. <laughs> we know the last couple months have been freaking insane. All these big, cool, powerful guys are turning out to be... What's the word? Habitual predators? Cats out of the bag. Women get harassed all the time. And it's like, dang, is this the world now? But here's a little secret that every girl knows. Oh, this been the damn world. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. And number one is the dinner discussion. That's Will Ferrell and a group of people talking about the Me Too movement. And it's this was right after a season sorry story came out mm-hmm. and everybody's sitting around and, and uh, it, it didn't go well. Let's put it that way. I think... Careful. <laughs> I, I think that some women... Careful. Or, or rather, um, or some men have a... Proclivity. Careful. 
help me. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, well, while I applaud the movement... Watch it. That's funny. Noted. That's, that's most all discussions at I this point. I love Keenan Thompson. I, I miss that. good Saturday Night Live. Same here. Yeah. Like, really good Saturday Night Live. Uh, crappy birthdays, Novak Djokovic, the tennis star, is 31. Apollo Ono, the speed skater, is 36. Naomi Campbell is 48. Morrissey is 59. And today's Burton birthday of the day. Between 1978 and 1995, he mailed out 16 bombs that killed three people and injured 23 others. Currently serving life in prison without parole, the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski, is 76 years old. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Satine Phoenix. Today's birthday girl has, been, uh, has passed around more than a collection plate at Sunday's Mass in 146 fine films, including Greg's List, <laughs> Bitchcraft Volume 5, Hey Boys, Good News, I'm Legal, Volume 4, Hot Sauce Volume 3, in a movie called Too Big, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Booty? you damn right I like it. Satine Phoenix is 38 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back. I know you guys don't that often drive past that new Top Golf, but uh, the past couple days they've had some lights going on inside. I mean, it looks like they're almost done with it. Yeah, they are. The Top Golf and Creepcore. When I do, and I go by there I'm maybe sorry, once or twice a week at the most, but they got a ton of people working on that. One of the things I noticed that was startling was the amount of people that are working on that huge project. Yeah, if you look inside, you'll see flashing lights. So I guess they have some of the video boards up inside. Gotcha. They don't have the turf down where I guess you'll be hitting the balls. I guess that's probably the last thing. Maybe, yeah. I mean, they got the big giant nets up there. And this top golf thing, I mean, it looks like it's going to be awesome. And it's supposed to be open up, opening up when? December. Uh, this fall? December. December, okay. Yeah, they'll get there. But they are hiring. So if you go to their website, which I guess is topgolf.com, if you're looking for a job, just click on their careers, like their careers tab. And you got some pretty good opportunities. Bartenders, barbacks, bussers, food runners, guest services, facilities associate. And I wouldn't think from the number they're, that they're hiring, I wouldn't think it's one of those you need to know somebody to, that knows somebody. There's like, does it say it's like 500 people they're hiring or something like that? I'm not sure, but I'm wow. looking on their, like their careers tab here. And you could, you know, you could pare down just Chesterfield. I mean, they're hiring a ton of people. I'm not sure how much they pay. I just know they are hiring everybody from dishwashers to cooks, cleaning crews, front office people. Yeah, they're going to need to staff that whole place. Yeah. It'd be cool to drive, be the guy that drives around in a little cage that people try to hit when you're trying to pick a vacuum I don't up think the balls. Is that that kind of place where I they have that? I doubt it. I seriously know. doubt it. It's probably too high, high, flu, or high tech for that. But I don't yeah, know. I think the ball's kind of... I think it's kind of on a slope. Yeah. So they like go and they all just go into something. I'm sure. I also heard they were were all on a very, very small string. So when you hit it, they just come back (laughs) to you. That's not how it works. That's not it at all. I thought maybe with the new technology. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's uh, do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. All right, there was a hostage situation in St. Charles yesterday morning and it all started around 9 o'clock on Sunday night with a fight between a man and a woman. It was a uh, strictly domestic thing. So cops get to the house where this fight happened. Nobody was home. 
A short time later, cops got a report that a car had been stolen. The stolen car at OnStar, which helped officers find it at an apartment complex. Now, the suspect was holding a woman there. When cops arrive, the guy runs off. Now, the story doesn't stop there. Cops then got a report of a couple of burglaries. Burglaries and a broken window in the 2800 block of Wilshire Valley and Garvey Orthodontics. Officers spotted the guy, chased him on foot. During the chase, the guy ran into a house through an open garage and took the woman homeowner hostage inside her bedroom. And this poor woman was getting ready to leave for work when this guy runs in. Wow. And the guy was eventually taken out of the house, which was in the 2600 block of McClay. He had a pocket knife on him. The woman was not hurt, thank God, but uh, St. Charles SWAT had to be called in. I guess they were doing the negotiations. But did they say how long she was being held for in there? No, it ended yesterday around like 10 or 11, so I'm imagining she was getting ready for work, you know, at least a couple hours, maybe an hour or so. That sucks. You leave your garage open? Never. If I if I'm if unless I'm in the garage or outside doing something, the garage is shut. Yeah. Same. I'm the same way. But if you're getting ready to leave, you might take the trash out, then have to run back in because you forgot something in that moment. Yeah. My, I, as as a habit, we don't have it open. Right. I listen. I, there are people on my block that had their garages open all the time. Wow. Same with me. All the time. I go, you guys are nuts. There's neighbors where their garage, if, if they are home and awake, their garage is open. Yeah. I think as a kid, we were like that. We were like that for sure. I think I've said this on the air before. Like, I remember, and, and my friend down the street was the same way. If our garages were open, that means we were home and available to do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you looked down the street and you saw that our garage was closed, it was either time for dinner or we were in for the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the signal. Little Eric can't come out to play. The garage is closed. <laughs> uh, two people are in custody and another is on the run after an armed carjacking in North County. Three people stole a car from an elderly victim. Nice. This is on Ferguson Avenue near uh, West Florissant around midnight. Cops spot the stolen car downtown. They chased the car to Jennings Station Road in 70 where the carjackers got out and ran. Two were taken into custody, but a third got away. A sad ending to a story we talked about yesterday. And I think I was saying his name wrong yesterday and apologize. So it's Brennan. Mm -hmm. The body of 28-year-old Brennan Willis from O'Fallon, Illinois, was found yesterday in Little Rock, Arkansas. And uh, he was in Little Rock for a wedding when they say he left his hotel on Saturday night for a jog. It's around 1030 and he never came back. And he had posted a Snapchat story about an hour later, and that was the last anybody had heard from him. And police found his body in the Arkansas River yesterday afternoon. And uh, they say that there were no obvious signs of trauma, but they will be doing an autopsy. So sad ending to that one. Uh, Mizzou will raise in-state undergraduate tuition by 1% beginning this fall. And they announced the increase in a press release yesterday after university officials reached a deal with state lawmakers to keep higher education funding stable. Now, out-of-state and graduate students 
we'll see their tuitions go up by 2.1%, which is the max allowed under current law that allows tuition to increase in line with inflation. Now, last Friday, those over there in Jeff City, the old lawmakers, also gave public universities more flexibility to raise tuition in the future. Now, if that bill is approved by the governor, universities could raise tuition rates up to 5% on top of any inflation-related increases, but only if their funding had been cut the year before. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sort of. Either way, it's ridiculous. Either way, you're going to be paying more money to send your kid to school. Right. If they want to go to Mizzou or possibly any other state university. And uh, finally, uh, locally here, a vice principal at St. Genevieve Junior High School is in trouble, accused of having sex with a former student. Elizabeth Geisler is facing charges, including statutory rape and sodomy. So all happened last month, allegedly, during an off-campus event. And the kid's dad said that Elizabeth has known his son since he was in the sixth grade. He's now in ninth grade at St. Genevieve High School. And apparently the vice principal was some kind of mentor for this kid. And the family said that the boy is in protective custody of the state and could be held for up to 90 days that part I don't get. Hmm. Is it a tr- maybe a troubled youth? A troubled kid? Maybe the parents are, are partly, a, a, to, I don't want to say to blame, but. Maybe they can't control. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'd say, hey, you know what? You're not dealing with this well. Due to this, we're going to separate you guys she, for a bit. The vice principal bonded out on, on Friday. So she's out, of, she's out of jail for the time being. But I'm not sure what that means that the kid is in protective custody and could be held for up to 90 days. And it could be a troubled kid and the parents just, and every story I saw, the dad was quoted and the grandmother was quoted. So I never saw anything about the mom. Hmm. So either way, the vice principal is in, uh, is in some trouble. Uh, the Galveston County Sheriff said yesterday that some of the 10 people who died in last Friday's shooting at the, uh, Texas uh, High School, Santa Fe High School. Now, he didn't say definitely, but there's a chance they may have been killed by crossfire between the gunman and police. Now, the police were locked in a 25-minute gun battle with the shooter. Now, the sheriff told reporters that, as far as he could tell, none of the eight students and two teachers who died were killed by police, but they won't know for sure until the autopsies are finished. He also said that during the lulls in the gun battle, police tried to convince the 17-year-old to give himself up. Now, meanwhile, the shooter's lawyers, remember we talked about yesterday? The mom of one of the victims said that this kid was like relentlessly pursuing her daughter. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And that she was the first victim to be shot. Because she kept saying, no, thank you, no, well, thank you. Well, she said, remember, the daughter had rejected this loser in front of other other kids. Yeah. She had had enough and was, you mm-hmm. know, stood up and said, no. Well, the lawyers for the attacker said that that's not true. He doesn't even know the girl. But who knows if that's true or not. Uh, Starbucks has uh, clarified their new policy 
that no purchase is needed to sit in one of their stores or use their bathrooms. And we, we brought up the point yesterday. Well, what's going to stop homeless people from just hanging out there and making right. that their new home? If they're not going to throw anybody out. And that wasn't just us asking that question. That was mm-hmm. a lot of people. Now, by the way, to throw people out, that decision in the past has been left up to individual store managers and, and employees. Now, after the new policy was revealed over the weekend, people had expressed concerns, not just about the homeless people, but what if drug users are just congregating there using drugs in, in the store? A spokesperson said yesterday, the key piece here is that we're asking customers that when using a Starbucks space, we respectfully request they behave in a manner that maintains a warm and welcoming environment by using spaces as intended, being considerate of others, communicating with respect and acting responsibly. So now you're asking people to do the right thing and be courteous to other people. Now, who's to say they are going to be? Isn't it funny that because of how we live our lives now, this Starbucks, this is their place. And they have to say, yeah, you can come in, but would you please be cordial to please. everybody? Now, we're not going to throw a you out. Be a nice human being. We're not going to throw you out, but please. Yeah, please. I mean, come on. This is this is our place. Come in and be respectful, for Christ's sake. But you ha- you can't. You got to go, if you would please, that would be great, or else we'll get in trouble, and everybody will tell on us on social media. It just seems like Starbucks is so scared of being called be. out again. Oh, yeah. And wouldn't you be? Absolutely, Tony. Or you could stand firm and say, you know what? This was an isolated thing. <laughs> no This way. is not how we conduct business. This was a rogue manager with this incident in, Bal- in Baltimore that here's our policy, our blanket policy. You got to buy something to stay here. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, though, and and is and is. On the surface, as logical as that sounds, just think about what you just said. You got to buy something to stay here, which is the policy many places. But now that this story has come out, that's all you're going to hear. So they got to make a statement. They've got to make a change. They have to. You can look at their history and see they've been champions pretty much of, you know, allowing anyone to come in there. They don't. I don't know. They don't uh, yeah, discriminate you know, against anyone. You didn't really hear anything bad about Starbucks until that thing in Baltimore. Right, but that didn't go away. That wasn't one of those things where it was like, ah, isolated incident. I mean, it was everywhere. And then everybody. Yeah, but it, was, it was everywhere for you know maybe a week and a half, two weeks. And yeah, there were some protests, but usually that stuff dies down. You think they would have. I'm sorry, go ahead. Usually, usually that stuff kind of goes away and then everybody. I don't moves think on this to was going thing. to. Do you think this they would have had to go to this or. or would it have solved the problem if you know how it was the COO or whoever flew into town CEO, immediately, yeah. if he would have flown into town immediately like he did, but then took your stance that you just said, do you think that would have worked? Like came in and said, look, this is not our policy. This person who did this is fired. Sorry. The people that this happened to will give you the Onyx card or whatever it is. You can have free Starbucks the rest of your life. That's cool. Not this open door policy. Just come in and go, look, this guy over here screwed up and he's gone now. This isn't a representative of our company. That's why that person who went rogue is gone now. I mean, they did that, right? I mean, that's what he did. Yeah, they fired the manager. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why. I mean. So hey, what happens this if this happens at like a Ruth's Chris or something? And then would they have to allow that same thing? Not as big as Starbucks. Yeah. No? 
and Ruth's Chris isn't known for letting people just come in and grab a table and do a video conference. You know what I'm saying? Starbucks is known for that. Okay. Well, so CBS then all of a sudden, News. you come in and there's you're doing that same exact thing, and then all of a sudden people are going, you got to get out. Whether it's a rogue manager or not, now you are the face of the company. Well, CBS News says that a, a Starbucks procedure manual gives instructions on what to do in cases of disruptive behavior that isn't allowed, which includes smoking and drug or alcohol use or improper use of the bathrooms and sleeping at the stores. Like, what are they supposed to do? I'd like to see what it says. Yeah. Is it throw hot pots of coffee on all of them? Yes. <laughs> How many lawyers do you think they had help write this? Oh, I'm sure a lot. But if you're not throwing people out anymore, and I fall asleep, I mean, I'll get out the sleeping stick and poke them. Get them up. I'd like to see the first homeless person they try to throw out. How are they going to handle it? I think it may have been. Hey, listen, in in a in a world where you know it rains, uh, you know, gumdrops and and everything. In theory, it's 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 nice that nobody's going to be thrown out. But you know, people yeah. take advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going to take advantage and be mm-hmm. rude and disrespectful and of course and and not. The spirit of it is nice. Yeah. But because of people taking advantage of it is why you can't yeah, just course. go, hey, everybody, and come why on We need in. rules. That's why we need rules. Real quick update for the local story about the vice principal in St. Jen that yeah. uh, is being accused of sexual misconduct. Did you read any of the comments or anything on the news articles on the different sites? So in our chat room, on our social media, and also on the comments of some of the stories... All basically without saying too much, they're saying innocent until proven guilty here on on part of the teacher. They're saying that this kid has a history of things. Yeah, well, I said allegedly. I yeah. mean, but, but I'm saying like that's why he's in protective custody because they don't want anybody influencing him or anything like that. They want to talk to him by himself. Him, they want to figure this out. So he's got he's got a a very Lengthy sheet as far as disciplinary action in his past. Yeah, you know, there have to be a reason why the kid has been mm-hmm. placed in protective custody. Right. I mean, without the, there are choice words on on all these. Is there somebody sites. in the know on it? A couple people in our chat room say that they know the kid. I can read verbatim what this person said. Again, uh, this is coming from our chat room. Again, so. this is this is this is why Take I didn't it say it. But remember, innocent until proven guilty. This kid is choice words uh, that has been suspended for indecent exposure and inappropriate touching in the past he's been suspended for that the kid has well again we know nothing that's coming from our job i don't know anything but back to the starbucks thing i want to see i want to i cannot wait to see what happens when they try to take somebody out of a store because of disruptive behavior after throwing out the policy of, we're not throwing anybody out. Well, I mean, the thing is this. I mean, again, and I know it sounds silly to go, hey, man, just be cool. But, like, that's what they're looking for. Like, I'm sure if, if a person that is a homeless person walks in, sits down, and just gets warm for a second in the winter or just cools off for a second what in the summer. What if he says, I'm staying here? Well, you can't stay here. Well, the rule, the new rule is you can stay there. They're not throwing anybody out. Well, the, I mean, obviously the rule is not stay there. Like, stay there. Did the CEO not say everybody's welcome to use right. the bathroom? Well, everybody's welcome. Come on in, use the bathroom, and then time to get to stepping. 
how long? I mean, come on. I mean, you got to use common sense here. What's common sense? That's the question. That's the huge gray area. That's the big gray area. That's why I'm never working at Starbucks. That's right. Yeah, and can you imagine going to one now in San Francisco or something where they already have a major issue? A major, yeah. Rude homeless people, too. Yeah. They could go to the, well, yeah, in San Francisco, there's a law where they could just go to the bathroom anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. All right, we got uh, more news after the break. On 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back. Don't forget real or fake picks later on. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Got a crap on celebrities coming up. So as if flying didn't suck already, you've got douchebags like this on your plane. And there is a picture to go along with the story. Anybody ever fly uh, Frontier Airlines? I have not. Is that what I flew going back from Vegas? I'm pretty sure that's what you, that was, that's like the discount airlines, yeah, right? Yeah, it was like a real cheap ticket. Yeah, when we had to come back from Vegas after the shooting, like a real quick flight after my mom broke her arm, you know, watching our kids. Had to get a quick flight out of Vegas, and it was like 50 bucks. 50 bucks a person. The tray tables didn't go down, or it was like a tiny little tray table. The seats didn't recline. They kind of jammed you know, jam people in there. So anyway, um, Frontier Airlines said they are aware of a recent situation aboard a flight from Denver to South Carolina where a passenger peed <laughs> on another passenger seat in front of him. Now, according to one woman on the flight, the guy urinated on the seat in front of hers after being kicked out of his previous seat for what she says was inappropriate behavior. And that was verbally and physically assaulting two other women near his old seat. Jeez. The guy also allegedly touched one sleeping woman and later asked another woman about her sexual and marital life. And there's, as I said, a picture of him peeing. Now, you don't see his privates. But you do see a big stream. You could, I mean, clear as day, you know what this guy's doing. And the guy was arrested at the gate in Charleston. And now he's facing... Federal charges for interfering with flight crew members and indecent exposure. Good. I'm glad that the charges are federal. You know oh, yeah, I mean? he's in trouble. Yeah. He's in trouble for that little stunt. He doesn't look stable. Is that his mugshot? Mm-hmm. But then yeah. I saw a picture of him not related to this crime. It looks like it could be a normal guy. I mean, probably got hammered. Maybe it was on an Ambien. I don't know. Night crimes. Uh, A 30-year-old guy from Florida, his name is Otis Dwayne Ryan, was arrested last Sunday afternoon at a playground in Clearwater Beach. Now, officers said that Otis at first was approaching tourists and making inappropriate comments to women in an effort to get their male partners, boyfriends, husbands, to confront him. And when that didn't work, he walked over to a busy playground and climbed on top of one of the pieces of equipment. And there were kids there between, they say, ages four and six. And he then started shouting from the top, telling kids that babies come out of women and use some pretty vulgar terms in doing so. Hey, kids, you want to know where babies come from? Mm -hmm. Gather around. And parents are rushing to grab their kids. (laughs) Yeah. And he was taken into custody on a charge of disorderly conduct. The guy looks like a winner, too. He's really? got face tattoos, the whole thing. So now you get arrested for teaching kids 
Less I know, than... the birds and the bees. <sighs> All right, just get at the bottom of the slide. Or now, the littlest baby, you get up to the top, and you come sliding uh-huh. down. Yeah. And there's the cops. <laughs> there's that's the cops. How, that's how it happens, kids. <laughs> yeah, parents, instead of saying thank you, you run to grab your kids so don't you don't have it. to have the talk. Unbelievable. <laughs> Seems like a reasonable guy. I'm sure your dad would have said thank you. He didn't have the talk. He didn't need to have the talk. Your dad too, Jeff. Yep. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You saved me the embarrassment. Uh, we've had this this conversation before. Who here has been to the Arch? I have. I have. I have. Okay. Have you been to you? You haven't been to the brewery. As far as taking the tour goes. Yeah. Have you? Yes. A million years ago, but yes. Yeah. A few times. What are some of the big St. Louis landmarks? You got the Arch. The Zoo. We've all been to the Zoo. The Zoo and the Arch. Have you been to the Botanical Gardens? Yeah. Yes. A couple summers ago. Science Center. Home. Yeah. The Science Center. Uh, The iconic landmarks. Blueberry Hill. Um, uh, Grant's Farm. Grant's Farm, okay. Well, according to a new survey, one out of four Americans say they haven't visited all of the iconic landmarks in their own city. And that's not the only time we get lazy. Like, you know, growing up in the New York City area, I have never been to the Empire State Building. Really? That's surprising. I've been to the Statue of Liberty, but that was only on a field trip. And Ellis Island on a field trip. I could tell you uh, the St. Louis landmarks here. All right. So Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Been there. Mm-hmm. The old cathedral. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived right across the street from there. Okay, I've been there. Uh, they consider the Jack Buck statue. Okay, been there. Um, the new cathedral. Where's that at? Uh, the new cathedral oh. is 4431 Lindell. So yeah. what's the old oh, okay. one? The old one's the one down by the river, right? Yes. The old cathedral down is by the 209 Arch, Walnut Street. Okay, so I've never is... been to that one. The new one in yeah. the West End. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, I've been to, yeah, I've been to the old one, been to the new one. Fox Theater. Okay, I've been to that. Sure. What about the old courthouse down here? Oh, I'm sure once I, yeah, once I get to O's, I bet that's on there here. Um, it City also Museum? It also says the Missouri Athletic Club. Mm-hmm. The MAC downtown mm-hmm. here? Yeah. The old courthouse. Uh, the old American Theater. Yeah. That's gone. It also says Powell Symphony Hall, the art museum. Mm. What about the plaque to commemorate There's, Del Taco? No, that's no, not it's... on there. There is about 25 churches on here. Mm. Uh, Soulard Market. Ben. Uh, it also says the U.S. Co- custom House and Post Office. It's my favorite one. Well, it's custom. <laughs> And then it says, and I don't know, oh, in Bell Fountain Cemetery, the Wainwright tomb. Huh. I don't know what that is. Hmm. What is the old American theater? Last I heard it was the Roberts Orpheum Theater. But oh, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. still around? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, 23% of us have never seen a single major national landmark. Hmm. And 80% of a famous restaurant in town they've uh, always wanted to try but never have gone to. So the top American landmarks that people want to see, Grand Canyon, Yellowstone National Park, Statue of Liberty, Mount Rushmore, the Empire State Building, One World Trade Center, the Golden Gate Bridge, the New York Aquarium on Coney Island in Brooklyn, the Space Needle and uh, Space Needle and uh, Gettysburg. 
I've been to one of those. Which one? Golden Gate Bridge. I've been to the Empire State Building. It's pretty awesome. I've been outside it. I know. Okay. By the way, Jeff Orpheum's Theater or whatever is closed. Robert Orpheum Orpheum yeah, Theater is closed. It's closed. Is what that about? recently closed? 2012. What about, did you say the Grand Canyon or no? Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah, you Canyon. did. Okay, so I've been yeah, to the Grand uh, Canyon, too. That's number too. one. Sorry, I've been to that's that That's number one. one. Yeah. And uh, finally, in your news, I'm glad uh, somebody cleared this up. A team of French uh, researchers just finished a study, and they've announced that officially uh, Hitler is not alive on the moon. Or in Argentina. I have got to make like four phone calls. Or in a hidden base in uh, Antarctica. Says them. (laughs) They're paid off. That's what they want you to say. He did die in 1945. Or did he? He did. This is is them proving that. Or did he? You ever see Loose Change? (laughs) I say I need pics of these or I don't believe it. I've heard that Hitler's alive in Argentina thing. But the researchers got um, their scoop by convincing Russia to let them examine the last known pieces of Hitler's body that exist, which was a chunk of his skull and his teeth. Russia collected those pieces after the war, and they've kept them locked up ever since. And when the researchers compared them with uh, World War II autopsy records, they confirmed they, they definitely are Hitler's, and he really did kill himself in that bunker. Yeah, Jim Hitler. Yep. Ever think about that? His little known same DNA stepbrother. Twins. He just Hitler's had the dead. He had the goatee. That was how you could tell the difference. Hitler's dead, yeah. guys. Hitler's dead. Or and is that, he? It, that, they, they just <laughs> proved it. He's dead. Uh, that is your news brought to you by Potbelly. Feed your smile with four area locations. Patrico's got your sports here in a second, but I just want to tell you about the uh, Florida State Golf Association's 37th Mid-Amateur Championship which uh, was held a week ago at a Coral, Club, Coral Creek Club in uh, Florida. Placida, Florida, I think it's called. And there was a very Florida ending to this particular uh, golf tournament. A guy named Mark Dull won the event after his opponent, Jeff Golden, withdrew. And this happened when the two golfers were all tied up through 16 holes, but were coming off a two-and-a-half-hour rain delay. So Jeff Golden had to concede the match due to an unfortunate injury. And that injury most likely refers to how he got punched in the face by Mark Dull's caddy in the parking lot during the rain delay. All right. So the winner's caddy punched the runner-up. That's why he did a withdrawal. Wow. I mean, that's a good caddy. Apparently there were... uh, There was some kind of argument having to do with something that happened earlier in the day on the course. And the cops wound up coming, and a police report was filed, but Jeff Golden didn't file any charges. Anyway, the dude conceded with two holes left and explained later, quote, I just wanted to get home. <laughs> you can sympathize and empathize, can I you just, not? You know what? I've had enough of that. I just wanted to get home. Now, is that the kind of caddy that washes his pants in the middle of the... That's the a good course. caddy. Yeah. That's a good caddy. All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. 
Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Cardinals picked up the first win of the I-70 series against the Royals last night at Bush. Miles Miklas picked up his first career shutout as the Cards beat Kansas City 6 to nothing. Tyler O'Neill picked up four RBI and hit a double in the three-run homer in the win. Yep, that homer was O'Neill's third straight game with a homer. Miklas pitched a fantastic nine-inning game. Two teams are at it again tonight. Luke Weaver gets a start. First pitch scheduled for 7-15. Last night, the Capitals kept their hopes alive as they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-0. Former Blue TJ Oshie had two goals in the win. Game 7 tomorrow night in Tampa. The winner goes on to play the Golden Knights. Puck drops at 7 p.m. The Cavaliers, they even things up last night as they beat the Celtics 111-102 in Cleveland. Now the series heads back to Boston with things all tied up. Two games apiece. Game 5 tomorrow at 7.30. Tonight, Warriors look to go up three games to one against the Rockets. Tip-off from Golden State is at 8 p.m. Welcome back. I know you guys don't that often drive past that new Top Golf, but uh, the past couple days they've had some lights going on inside. I mean, it looks like they're almost done with it. Yeah, they are. The top motor. golf and creep core. When I do, and I go by there I'm maybe sorry, once or twice a week at the most, but they got a ton of people working on that. One of the things I noticed that was startling was the amount of people that are working on that huge project. Yeah, if you look inside, you'll see flashing lights. So I guess they have some of the video boards up inside. Gotcha. They don't have the turf down where I guess you'll be hitting the balls. I guess that's probably the last thing. Maybe, yeah. I mean, they got the big giant nets up there. And this Top Golf thing, I mean, it looks like it's going to be awesome. And it's supposed to be open up, opening up when? December. Uh, this fall? Or December. December, okay. Yeah, they'll get there. But they are hiring. So if you go to their website, which I guess is topgolf.com, if you're looking for a job, just click on their careers, like their careers tab, and you got some pretty good opportunities. Bartenders, barbacks, bussers, food runners. Guest services, facilities associate. And I wouldn't think from the number they're, that they're hiring, I wouldn't think it's one of those you need to know somebody to, that knows somebody. There's like, does it say it's like 500 people they're hiring or something like that? I'm not sure, but I'm wow. looking on their, like their careers tab here. And you could, you know, you could pare down just Chesterfield. I mean, they're hiring a ton of people. I'm not sure how much they pay. I just know they are hiring everybody from dishwashers to cooks, cleaning crews, front office people. Yeah, they're going to need to staff that whole place. Yeah. It'd be cool to drive, be the guy that drives around in a little cage that people try to hit when you're trying to pick a vacuum I don't up think the balls. That's, is that that kind of place where I they have I doubt that? it. I, I seriously know. doubt it. It's probably too high high flu or high tech for that. But I don't yeah, know. I think the ball's kind of... I think it's kind of on a slope. Yeah. So they let go and they all just go into something. I'm sure. I also heard they were were all on a very, very small string. So when you hit it, they just come back (laughs) to you. That's not how it works. That's not it at all. I thought maybe with the new technology. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's uh, do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. All right, there was a hostage situation in St. Charles yesterday morning and it all started around 9 o'clock on Sunday night with a fight between a man and a woman. It was a uh, strictly domestic thing. So cops get to the house where this fight happened. Nobody was home. A short time later, cops got a report that a car had been stolen. The stolen car at OnStar, which helped officers find it at an apartment complex. Now the suspect was holding a woman there. 
When cops arrive, the guy runs off. Now, the story doesn't stop there. Cops then got a report of a couple of burglaries, burglaries and a broken window in the 2800 block of Wilshire Valley and Garvey Orthodontics. Officers spotted the guy, chased him on foot. During the chase, the guy ran into a house through an open garage and took the woman homeowner hostage inside her bedroom. And this poor woman was getting ready to leave for work when this guy runs in. Wow. And the guy was eventually taken out of the house, which was in the 2600 block of McClay. He had a pocket knife on him. The woman was not hurt, thank God. But uh, St. Charles SWAT had to be called in. I guess they were doing the negotiations. But did they say how long she was being held for in there? No, it ended uh, yesterday around like 10 or 11, so I'm imagining she was getting ready for work, you know, at least a couple hours, maybe an hour or so. That sucks. You leave your garage open? Never. If if I'm, unless I'm in the garage or outside doing something, the garage is shut. Yeah. Same. I'm the same way. But if you're getting ready to leave, you might take the trash out, then have to run back in because you forgot something in that moment. Yeah. My, as as a habit, we don't have it open. Right. I listen. I, there are people on my block that had their garages open all the time. Wow. Same with me. All the time. I go, you guys are nuts. There's neighbors where their garage, if, if they are home and awake, their garage is open. Yeah. I think as a kid we were like that. We were like that for sure. I think I've said this on the air before. Like I remember, and, and my friend down the street was the same way. If our garages were open, that means we were home and available to do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you looked down the street and you saw that our garage was closed, it was either time for dinner or we were in for the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the signal. Little Eric can't come out to play. The garage is closed. <laughs> uh, two people are in custody and another is on the run after an armed carjacking in North County. Three people stole a car from an elderly victim. Nice. This is on Ferguson Avenue near uh, West Florissant around midnight. Cops spot the stolen car downtown. They chased the car to Jennings Station Road in 70 where the carjackers got out and ran. Two were taken into custody, but a third got away. Hey, sad ending to a story we talked about yesterday. And I think I was saying his name wrong yesterday and apologize. So it's Brennan. Mm-hmm. The body of 28-year-old Brennan Willis from O'Fallon, Illinois, was found yesterday in Little Rock, Arkansas. And uh, he was in Little Rock for a wedding when they say he left his hotel on Saturday night for a jog. It's around 1030, and he never came back. And he had posted a Snapchat story about an hour later, and that was the last anybody had heard from him. And police found his body in the Arkansas River yesterday afternoon. And uh, they say that there were no obvious signs of trauma, but they will be doing an autopsy. So sad ending to that one. Uh, Mizzou will raise in-state undergraduate tuition by 1% beginning this fall. And they announced the increase in a press release yesterday after university officials reached a deal with state lawmakers to keep higher education funding stable. Now, out-of-state and graduate students will see their tuitions go up by 2.1%, which is the max allowed under current law that allows tuition to increase in line with inflation. Now, last Friday, those over there in Jeff City, the old lawmakers, 
also gave public universities more flexibility to raise tuition in the future. Now, if that bill is approved by the governor, universities could raise tuition rates up to 5% on top of any inflation-related increases, but only if their funding had been cut the year before. Does that make sense? Yeah, sort of. Either way, it's ridiculous. Either way, you're going to be paying more money to send your kid to school right? if they want to go to Mizzou or possibly any other state university. And uh, finally, uh, locally here, a vice principal at St. Genevieve Junior High School is in trouble, accused of having sex with a former student. Elizabeth Geisler is facing charges including statutory rape and sodomy. So it happened last month, allegedly, during an off-campus event. And the kid's dad said that Elizabeth has known his son since he was in the sixth grade. He's now in ninth grade at St. Genevieve High School. And apparently the vice principal was some kind of mentor for this kid. And the family said that the boy is in protective custody of the state and could be held for up to 90 days. That part I don't get. Hmm. Is it a tr- maybe a troubled youth? A troubled kid? Maybe the parents are, are partly, a, a, to, I don't want to say to blame, but. Maybe they can't control. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's a, hey, you know what? You're not dealing with this well. Due to this, we're going to separate you guys she, for a bit. The vice principal bonded out on, on Friday. So she's out, of, she's out of jail for the time being. But I'm not sure what that means that the kid is in protective custody. And could be held for up to 90 days. And it could be a troubled kid and the parents just. In every story I saw, the dad was quoted and the grandmother was quoted. So I never saw anything about the mom. Hmm. So either way, the vice principal is in, uh, is in some trouble. Uh, the Galveston County Sheriff said yesterday that some of the 10 people who died in last Friday's shooting at the uh, Texas uh, High School, Santa Fe High School. Now, he didn't say definitely, but there's a chance they may have been killed by crossfire between the gunman and police. Now, the police were locked in a 25-minute gun battle with the shooter. The sheriff told reporters that, as far as he could tell, none of the eight students and two teachers who died were killed by police, but they won't know for sure until the autopsies are finished. He also said that during... The lulls in the gun battle. Police try to convince the 17-year-old to give himself up. Now, meanwhile, the shooter's lawyers, remember we talked about yesterday? The mom of one of the victims said that this kid was like relentlessly pursuing her daughter. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And that she was the first victim to be shot. Because she kept saying, no, thank you, no, well, thank you. Well, she said, remember, the daughter had rejected this loser in front of other other kids. Yeah. She had had enough and was, you mm-hmm. know, stood up and said, no. Well, the lawyers for the attacker said that that's not true. He doesn't even know the girl. But who knows if that's true or not. Uh, Starbucks has uh, clarified their new policy that no purchase is needed to sit in one of their stores or use their bathrooms. And we, we brought up the point yesterday. Well, what's going to stop homeless people from just hanging out there and making right. that their new home? If they're not going to throw anybody out. And that wasn't just us asking that question. That was mm-hmm. a lot of people. 
Now, by the way, to throw people out, that decision in the past has been left up to individual store managers and, and employees. Now, after the new policy was revealed over the weekend, people had expressed concerns, not just about the homeless people, but what if drug users are just congregating there using drugs in, in the store? A spokesperson said yesterday, the key piece here is that we're asking customers that when using a Starbucks space, we respectfully request they behave in a manner that maintains a warm and welcoming environment by using spaces as intended, being considerate of others, communicating with respect and acting responsibly. So now you're asking people to do the right thing and be courteous to other people. Now, who's to say they are going to be? Isn't it funny that because of how we live our lives now, this Starbucks, this is their place. And they have to say, yeah, you can come in, but would you please be cordial to please. everybody? Now, we're not going to throw a you nice out. human being. We're not going to throw you out, but please. Yeah, please. I mean, come on. This is this is our place. Come in and be respectful for Christ's sake. But you ha- you can't. You got to go. If you would please, that would be great or else we'll get in trouble and everybody will tell on us on social media. It just seems like Starbucks is so scared of being called out again. Oh, yeah. And wouldn't you be? Absolutely, Tony. Or you could stand firm and say, you know what? This was an isolated thing. No This is not how we conduct business. This was a rogue manager with this incident in Baltimore that here's our policy, our blanket policy. You got to buy something to stay here. I mean, if you think about it, though, and and is and is. On the surface, as logical as that sounds, just think about what you just said. You got to buy something to stay here, which is the policy many places. But now that this story has come out, that's all you're going to hear. So they got to make a statement. They've got to make a change. They look, have to. You can look at their history and see they've been champions pretty much of, you know, allowing anyone to come in there. They don't. I don't know. They don't uh, yeah, discriminate against anyone. You didn't really hear anything bad about Starbucks until that thing in Baltimore. Right, but that didn't go away. That wasn't one of those things where it was like, ah, isolated incident. I mean, it was everywhere. And then everybody. Yeah, but it, was, it was everywhere for you know maybe a week and a half, two weeks. And yeah, there were some protests, but usually that stuff dies down. You think they would have. Ha- I'm sorry, go ahead. Usually, usually that stuff kind of goes away and then everybody. I don't moves think this was going thing. to. Do you think this they would have had to go to this or. or would it have solved the problem if you know how it was the COO or whoever flew into town CEO, immediately? Yeah. If he would have flown into town immediately like he did, but then took your stance that you just said, do you think that would have worked? Like came in and said, look, this is not our policy. This person who did this is fired. Sorry. The people that this happened to will give you the Onyx card or whatever it is. You can have free Starbucks the rest of your life. That's cool. Not this open door policy. Just come in and go, look, this guy over here screwed up and he's gone now. This isn't a representative of our company. That's why that person who went rogue is gone now. I mean, they did that, right? I mean, that's what he did. Yeah, they fired the manager. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why. I mean. So what happens if this happens at like a Ruth's Chris or something? And then they have to allow that same thing. Not as big as Starbucks. No. And Ruth's Chris isn't known for letting people just come in and grab a table and do a video conference. You know what I'm saying? Starbucks is known for that. Okay. Well, so then CBS all of a sudden News. you come in and there's you're doing that same exact thing. And then all of a sudden people are going, you got to get out, whether it's a rogue manager or not. Now you are the face of the company. Well, CBS News says that a, a Starbucks procedure manual gives instructions on what to do in cases of 
disruptive behavior that isn't allowed, which includes smoking and drug or alcohol use or improper use of the bathrooms and sleeping at the stores? Like, what are they supposed to do? I'd like to see what it says. Yeah. Is it throw hot pots of coffee on all of them? Yes. (laughs) How many lawyers do you think they had to help write this? Oh, I'm sure a lot. But if you're not throwing people out anymore, and I fall asleep, I mean, I'll get out the sleeping stick and poke them. Get them up. I'd like to see the first homeless person they try to throw out. How they can handle it. I think it may have been. Hey, listen, in in a in a world where you know it rains, uh, you know, gumdrops and and everything. In theory, it's 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 nice that nobody's going to be thrown out. But you know, people yeah. take advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going to take advantage and be mm-hmm. rude and disrespectful and of course and and not. The spirit of it is nice. Yeah. But because of people taking advantage of it is why you can't yeah, just course. go, hey, everybody, it's come why on We need in. rules. That's why we need rules. Real quick update for the local story about the vice principal in St. Jen that yeah. uh, is being accused of sexual misconduct. Did you read any of the comments or anything on the news articles on the different sites? So in our chat room, on our social media, and also on the comments of some of the stories... All basically without saying too much, they're saying innocent until proven guilty here on on part of the teacher. They're saying that this kid has a history of things. Yeah, well, I said allegedly. I yeah. mean, but, but I'm saying like that's why he's in protective custody because they don't want anybody influencing him or anything like that. They want to talk to him by himself. Him, they want to figure this out. So he's got he's got a a very Lengthy sheet as far as disciplinary action in his past. Yeah, you know, there have to be a reason why the kid has been mm-hmm. placed in protective custody. Right. I mean, without the, there are choice words on on all these. Is there somebody sites. in the know on it? A couple people in our chat room say that they know the kid. I can read verbatim what this person said. Again, uh, this is coming from our chat room. Again, so. this is this is this is why I, I didn't say it. But remember, innocent until proven guilty. This kid is choice words uh, that has been suspended for indecent exposure and inappropriate touching in the past. He's been suspended for that. The kid has. Well, again, we know nothing that's coming from our job. I don't know anything, but back to the Starbucks thing. I want to see, I want to, I cannot wait to see what happens when they try to take somebody out of a store because of disruptive behavior. After throwing out the policy, if we're not throwing anybody out. Well, I mean, the thing is this, I mean, again, and I know it sounds silly to go, hey, man, just be cool. But like, that's what they're looking for. Like, I'm sure if if a person that is a homeless person walks in, sits down and just gets warm for a second in the winter or just cools off for a second in the summer. What if he says, I'm staying here? Well, you can't stay here. Well, the rule, the new rule is you can stay there. They're not throwing anybody out. Well, the, I mean, obviously, the rule is not stay there. Like, stay there. Did the CEO not say everybody's welcome to use right. the bathroom? Well, everybody's welcome. Come on in, use the bathroom, and then time to get to stepping. How long? I mean, come on. I mean, you got to use common sense here. What's common sense? That's the question. That's the huge gray area. That's the big gray area. Yeah. That's why I'm never working at Starbucks. That's so. right. Yeah, and can you imagine going to one now in San Francisco or something where they already have a major issue a major, with uh, yeah. rude homeless yeah, people right. too? Yeah. 
They could go to the well. Yeah, in San Francisco, there's a law where they could just go to the bathroom anywhere. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got uh, more news after the break. All right, welcome back. Our phone number three one four nine six nine dude three one four nine six nine three eight three three. Cameras and chat room one zero five seven the point dot com slash riz on the socials at r i z z show. Gonna make our real or fake picks here in a second. One zero five seven the point dot com slash cans. Uh, Moon is in. Is he in England yet? I believe so. Can you make it over there? Yeah, unless they're leaving today, but I think it was yesterday. I think they arrived well, last night. I talked to him yesterday. He was in uh, he was in Newark. Okay. I guess uh, flying international out of there. Yeah. I know uh, his band uh, Goldfinger is playing a couple shows, a couple festival shows out there over the weekend. But he did get his real or fake picks into you? Yes. All good? It almost be a shit. Listen, I wouldn't be opposed to marking him zero. <laughs> <laughs> If he didn't get his picks in, but it, it would almost be a shame. Nope. You don't think so? Uh-uh. No. I'm all for it. <laughs> I get what you're coming from. Like I get to where you're coming from, but at the same time, you want you know you want everything to be kind of even. No, I just don't want me to lose. Okay. I don't really care if it's all even right. or not. Oh, I thought you wanted to see him dance. Well, that too. Well, okay. the new punishment is a two-song set at Scarlet's Cabaret on the East Side. Ugh. And the winner gets to pick the songs they strip to. And by the way, the Patrico Jeff Burton walk will be happening on June the 15th. Mark your calendars. And we'll give you the exact route. And uh, some fun and games along the way. So it'll be good. So before we get to our picks, it's just amazing how many people in this world derive a lot of happiness from boobs. And not just men. Women too. So this survey found the bra sizes that make women the happiest. Number one is the the good old C cup. Mm. 39% of women with them, love them, or like them. Then you got D and double D at 37%. So just behind. I'm sure you take a little off for back problems. I would think so, yes. from the Ds and double Ds. Hmm. Then you got uh, the A cups, the A cups and the double A's. At 34%. Followed by the E-cup. At 29%. And the bra size that makes women the least happy is the B-cup. At 27%. Are you any good at guessing cup size? No. Zero. No. I have no idea. Terrible. I see a halfway large chest woman. I'm like, Z's. Like, I'm clueless when it comes to it. Mm-hmm. And the numbers, get out of here with that. Oh, she's a a 41Z. Got it. Now, the survey also found women with more extreme sizes were the most likely to say their breasts influenced their personality. So 27% of women with E cups and 25% with A or double A cups say their boobs are part of their personality. Which are higher numbers than any women with breast sizes in between. So, meaning they're known for their flat chests or giant chests. Right. And that plays into who they are. I would imagine most females, and I don't know this because I've never been one, but that have large boobs as they get older, they're like, oh, these still, you know what I mean? That they're lugging around and, you know, I obviously don't mean this just disrespectfully. I'm saying when you're younger, when you're in your early to mid 20s, you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in your 40s, <laughs> you're like, whoa. I well, am yeah, done with me, these. These have got me some free drinks. Yeah. 
<laughs> and now it's like, ah, oh, my uh, back these, hurts. These still. All right, uh, let's make our picks. Boobs go bouncy when you dance. Worthy of a second glance. If you think your boob just get in the way, you are wrong. Boobs are great. I want to grab them. I want to shake them. I want to knock them. Because boobs. I want to squeeze them. I want to slap them. I want to punch them. Because boobs. Aw, come on. Bring them back. Boobs. Folks, here we are, real or fake. Week number two, 1057thepoint.com slash cans, sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. All right, so week number one, everybody got three points. So we move into week number two, all tied up. I got three, Moon's got three, Patrico's got three, Burton's got three, and the newest member of the real or fake team, King Scott, three points. And as a reminder, and I say this just to make you super uncomfortable, Scott, uh, King Scott is uh, eligible for all yes. future punishments. He's eligible mm-hmm. now. But I a... do get the handicaps because I'm new. Nope. And... nope. We're not going to spot you any points. Ask Lux how that worked out the one time she was in the contest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was in, then she was out. That's huh? a good point. Yeah. She said, F this game. After she lost. <laughs> you know what's so funny is, okay, so imagine that punishment. Oh my God! Would you not want to do that right now? Yeah, I would do that right now well, if you asked me to. As opposed to this, as opposed Absolutely. to anything the we've done in the past. Punishment was during a Cardinal game, walked around in a Cubs uniform against the Reds, against the Reds, <laughs> and actively rooted for the Cubs. And she did a great job, by the way. She yes. owned that punishment. She nailed yeah. it. She but owned the, that punishment. You look at the past six punishments, and I would do that. Ten times oh, yeah. than, the, than the, the last. If you remember, go back to day one of Real or Fake. The punishment was to have your shirt off with the word loser written on your face and that photo put on the website. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back my to have, that. My, <laughs> it's progressed. my have we progressed leaps and bounds. Jeff's got Patrico's initials and Moon's initials tattooed on him. Yeah, we, uh, we, have to, we have to sign waivers for punishments now. <laughs> I lose anymore. I actually have to change my initials to your initials. Jeff yeah, jumped on a tiny trampoline and we threw fruits and vegetables at him. That was fun. Topless. Uh, yeah, the new company, uh, Hale Hubbard, Hale Hubbard, is Hubbard. making Patrico and Jeff sign a waiver for the walk. <laughs> so again, that'll happen on June the 15th. All right, so one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock of the week gets you two points if you're right, zero points locked out if you're wrong. So let's begin with a description of photo number one. Photo number one. How you doing? This is a, a white what dress. What a great picture this yeah, is. She's, yeah. Wow. She's bent over, and my goodness gracious, she does not have a bra on. I don't know if you noticed that, Riz. <laughs> I did. Uh, but she is doing some tugging. I guess we can call this Tug Tuesday. On her shirt. Ooh, my God. On yeah. her sh- on her shirt <laughs> for her dress. <laughs> And uh, she's been in Florida. You can see a lot. You can see a lot. I mean, I got nothing else. What a great picture this is. Uh, I will uh, cast the the first vote here, and I vote. I wrote down my picks, guys. Uh huh. Uh, I'm going real. Real on photo number one. Tones. That's a terrible pick, but I also went real. (laughs) Uh, Moon went. Oh. 
it is right here. And I... We could come back to you if you really... Yeah, can you come back? Good, to good okay. job. He was yeah. no reason to be ready. You were a Boy Scout? I uh, went real. Oh, wow. Moon went? He went real. And Scott, you went? Real. All real on photo number one. All right, now we got photo number two. Photo number two, this lovely lady has a blue bikini top on, a straight-up booby mug shot. We can uh, see pouty lips here. We can mm. see pouty. Well, that's more of a smirk. That's more of a, I think smirk. it's a, that's That's like, a, hey, I'm into some trouble. Hey, 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 I'm a nice gal, but I'm into some trouble here. I do notice, is that a lip ring? I think it's a dermal or something, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, they call that a Marilyn. A who? A Marilyn, because it's supposed to, the Marilyn Monroe mole. Oh, the mole, is. okay. Oh, is it a mole? No, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it's a piece oh, of jewelry, but, but the piercing is called the Marilyn. Got it. Um, anyway, she also, uh, even though she's got the cans out in the bikini, it must be cold, she's got some sort of throw on over, mm. uh, over top as well. Regardless, great photo, great, great shot here. All right, we start with Jeff. Photo number two, real or fake? I went real. Moon went? He went real. King Scott? I went real. Tony? I went real. Whoa. And I went real as well for photo number two. And finally, we've got photo number three. Photo number three, ladies and gentlemen, we've got ourselves some tap boobs here. And these things, whoo boy, uh, that is some fancy art underneath these boobs. And it literally goes right underneath the breasts. Yes. It really does. And uh, this is straight under boob. I love another good picture. Under boob is awesome. And do you like Agreed. that? Do you like the tattoo there? Like, Do you like the work there? I mean. In general, probably not. But in this photo, not terrible. I mean, it's, it's yeah, not. It's not, not, not terrible. I mean, I'm. You're a purist when it comes to boobies. Yeah. 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 I don't mind it. I, I, it's not. It's not like my favorite thing. It's not something I'm into. But I definitely don't mind it. But again, I, I'm appreciating the underboob. Ginormous <laughs> boobies here. Ginormous. All right, King Scott. <laughs> All right, I went real. All right, Tony. I also went real. Jeff, I went real. I went real as well. And Moon went. He went real as well. Not you can't tell a lot from these. I was more stuck on whether that's a henna tattoo or a, a real one, and I, I landed on real just because that is kind of a thing to do. Right I landed now. on real too. Yeah. As far as tattoos go, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as far as the boobs go, I mean, I I examine these and I'm looking for any kind of tell, any kind of scar or what. I mean, there's not a lot of meat here. No. So with what we're working with, I've I've decided real. Okay, so we've all got the same picks. Nobody's stepping out as far as fake goes on any of these. Comes down to our locks, our most confident picks. Two points if we're right, zero points locked out, regardless of your other picks. Okay, we'll start with King Scott, your lock of the week. Uh, well, this is the Burton's choice for my future wife pick, uh, and I went uh, lock on number one. Okay. King Scott is locked. On number one. Jeff, your lock. I locked in on number one. Real. Tony, your lock. Cool. I locked in number two. Real. Moon's lock. He locked in on number two. Real. Okay. And I have locked in at number two as well. For real. 
Okay, so Jeff and King Scott locked in at number one. Myself, Patrico, and Moon locked in at number two. All right, we'll see. There you have it. There are our picks, and we will have the reveal on Friday before we get out of here. Thank you. Resudo. All right, welcome back. Well, I'm just reading this. This story is so wacky. South Carolina grocery censors graduation cake inscription. Okay. Oh, no. Do, do you know this, Jeff? I don't, but I can only imagine. Okay, so I'll, I'll read this. I'll read this story. It comes from the AP. A South Carolina woman isn't happy. A grocery store censored her honor graduate son's cake which is supposed to include the Latin phrase summa cum laude. Oh, boy. <laughs> do you know why they censored the cake? Yes, I do. <sighs> Something about summa wrestling? What is the Latin word for with? Girth? The Latin word for with is come. So summa cum laude is spelled S-U-M-M-A C-U-M L-A-U-D-E. No, I guess you want... It's supposed to say, Congratulations, Jacob. Summa cum laude, class 2018. So I guess she went online, and you're supposed to... She ordered the cake online, and you're supposed to write whatever you want inscribed on there. And she she wrote, S-U-M-M-A-C-U-M-L-A-U-D-E. Without batting an eye, without even thinking about it, yeah. The online message box did not like the word come, spelled that way. And the computer marked it as a naughty word and substituted three hyphens in. So it came censored. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) So awesome. That's hilarious. That is great. See what happens when you have computers running stuff? Yep. Mistakes like this happen. I think once this whole ordering online fad goes away, you know, maybe no. we're going to have to... Huh? No. I think we're going to keep doing that. I, I love the fact <laughs> that my favorite is like when the birthday cakes say, you know, the, the person just wanted them to write happy birthday on the cake. Yeah. And then on the cake, it actually says, please just write happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no human checking that. Last thing, okay, you order online, but there's a human that has to do it, right? Yeah. You don't qu- you don't go, hey, you know what, um, Jacob's mom, is this what you meant? <laughs> That's laziness on the grocery store's part. You say that, you say that, but now you're saying that everybody that puts an order online, I guarantee you she had to submit it with the dashes. No, it said it substituted the dashes in. Right, but she had to click approve. Like, there's no way She that- wrote in summa cum laude and then sent. I guess in between the time it was sent from the woman to the time it got to the grocery store, it was censored, and it came- I'm going to have to look into that because I think, especially- I mean, you've ordered stuff online that's custom. You have to see it and approve it before it goes off. If you see something like that, 
and you're a grocery store employee, you go, I wonder if there was a mistake here. Let me just give her a little ring. Sure. Let me just give a little ring to uh, to whoever submitted it. Just to see if this right. This is right. And it wasn't. All right, your news sponsored by Club Fitness. Uh, on Saturday morning, a, a cougar, like a real cougar. I say, how old was she? No, no, yeah. no, like a real cougar. Blonde. Attacked two people on bicycles near a, a mountain lake some 30 miles east of uh, Seattle, killing one of them. Mm. And it was the first time a cougar has taken a human life in Washington State in more than 90 years. And I guess what happened was, so these people are cycling. They originally thought they scared the cougar away with loud noises before it came back. And it sunk its teeth into the head of one of them who actually survived the attack. And then the woman who was with the guy was then dragged into the woods and killed by the cougar. Wow. Well, you add that. Can you pull up the list Thank of you. terrible ways to die? First thing that <laughs> popped in my head as soon as you said that. Oh, my gosh. Patrigo's got a running list of terrible ways to die. By the way, I also have more information on that cake story. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, basically, what happened was is she put that in, and it changed it to the dash, 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 and said this word is profane, and then... She still submitted it, but in the special instructions, she linked an article that talked about why that word should be included because it's the Latin meaning of this. Yeah, and they still put the dash, dash, dash. Right, because it's it's probably, I would assume that somebody went, okay, that's a profane word. I don't care what this means. That's a profane word. But it had in the special instructions. So? You've never heard of summa cum laude? I mean... Do you think the Especially doing a graduation cake? You think the sixteen-year-old girl that's working in Publix has? I don't. I don't. Maybe know. not. I mean, that's why. Special if, if it was me, read. if it was me, if it was me, and that would have happened, I would have picked up the phone and called. Yeah. And said, "Hey, here's what I'm looking to do. I mean, and if the girl would have been like, we can't put that. Let me talk to your manager. Right. And then got it done. But when you hit submit, I mean, unfortunately, uh, you're rolling the dice. I mean, just, just. Sheer stupidity on the on the grocer's part. I think it's mm-hmm. a, a little bit on both of their sides, and yeah. and like yeah, you're, well, yeah. kind of what, what you're alluding to. Why is there an, a special instructions field if, if yeah, that read it meant or nothing? Not well, the, the, it's, the special instructions field, like when I see that, that would be like, don't write in cursive, please print. Yeah, you read it. Or this is what I meant by that. It's not profane. I'm somebody's mother. I'm not some kid trying to get this written on a cake. <laughs> this is stupid. It's so dumb on both of their parts. All right. Uh... I mean, Horrible if the kid was a flunky, we wouldn't have had to worry about this. Yeah. He had to graduate first right. in his class. Do you, do you want me to see Jerk. If, if Cougar? Yeah, killed by Cougar. Let's see if that's on the list. Cougar is not on the list. Uh, what about killed by animal? Animal. Uh, no, animal's not on the list. Either. Really? Killed um, by animal? Let me let me see. Dragged they, into woods and killed by the pro- animal? The problem is is, is, is is animal might not be it, but it may say like, you know, mountain cat or something like that. What about see, house like, cat? Number 18, attacked by bear. Um, let's see here. I mean, this is a list of horrible ways to die. I'm trying to find something similar to a cougar. Dragged into woods and killed by cougars got to be on there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, if not, it's a damn crime. <laughs> I am not saying it. Oh, man, but there are some. Mm. Torn apart by cougar. Number 68, slowly ran over by a tank, feet first. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Yeah. I don't like this. Uh, number 81, eating a hot dog. Ooh, number 86, uncontrollable laughter. <laughs> That's how you die. Oh, here we go. Number 88, being three to five miles away from a nuclear explosion, then you melt, burn, lose consciousness, and burn up again. 
Yeah, definitely a terrible way to die. Uh, number 94, sex with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> no, we do not have it. Um, I'm still scrolling here, though. Yeah, not on there. Um, Should be. A uh, 62-year-old guy from North Carolina is facing murder charges after he intentionally plowed his car into a local restaurant, killing his 26-year-old daughter. Whoa. Now, the chief of uh, Bessemer City... The Bessemer City Police Department said on Sunday that officers found Roger Self's vehicle completely in the Surf and Turf Lodge when they arrived at the scene about 30 miles outside of Charlotte. One of the two people killed was his daughter, Caitlin Self, who had worked for the uh, Gaston County Sheriff's Office for four years. They say that this is a uh, domestic incident. And I guess she was a detention officer. Worked her way up to deputy. And they're just uh, trying to get more info on why this guy killed his daughter. By driving his car through a restaurant. Wow. You got something? Number 21. Is? It just says eaten alive. And it doesn't specify whether it's person or animal. But the photo has what looks to be a a mountain lion eating a person. All right, so that's a big umbrella of... yeah. This is under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. Number 21 on the list. I'm voting it up one. That's what I'll do from here on out. Every time we have a story that we think pertains yeah, to this one of these, on a ranker.com list, I will vote it up. Vote up one. Yep. So it just got one plus. Now, I'm not sure this is the big idea that's going to help the U.S. Postal Service start raking in cash again. But I guess it's really all they got. Uh, the U.S. Postal Service just announced they're going to put out uh, their first line of ever scratch and sniff stamps on uh, June the 20th. I can't I, wait to get the George Washington one. Mm, I pre-ordered the Halle Berry ones. <laughs> it's a case of them. These are not dirty in any way, Jeff. Yet. Yet. Uh, the 10 different stamps will all have pictures of popsicles and their scents, including things like fruits and chocolate and root beer. And they're forever stamps, so they should be the same cost as other stamps. You waiting for the panty line to come out? I didn't think that out loud at all. Oh, I know you thought it. You You thought he didn't say it. You know what P stands for? (laughs) USPS? US Panty Service, that's right. (laughs) All right. Hey, nobody likes saying no, except for toddlers who can't get enough of it. But uh, the rest of us generally like keeping things nice and ambiguous when someone asks for a favor or tries to make plans. And uh, now the Internet has turned that desire to be passive aggressive into something really stupid. Now, there is a petition on change.org to get rid of the word no and replace it with yesn't. That's not real. Yesn't. That word sounds dumb. So Y-E-S-N apostrophe T. No. It's kind of how like, it's it's kind of like how the opposite of should is shouldn't. They think the mm. opposite of yes would be a mix of yes and not, which is yesn't. Wow. That's ridiculous. I don't even like saying it. I was going to say, was that presented in the south part of the U.S.? Yesn't. 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 Let's see. Yesn't. And the petition has gone viral, and it's up over 27,000 signatures. And yesn't is in the Urban Dictionary. 
I have an update. 38,000 now. Oh, my God. 38,141. Since the time I first started talking about it? That's nuts. Yep. You are very 11, powerful. 11,000 immediately. If anybody thinks your voice is not powerful, I would say yes to them. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, moving. Do you think that you could come over and give me a hand moving some fridges? Yes and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> did, way. Did you just say yes or not? Like, what, what the hell does that even mean? Yes and yes and okay. That you could go away and t- I don't. I'm, that's so stupid. Dad, can I go on the iPod? Oh, I'm sorry. The i. Can I use my iPad? Yes and yes and. It is kind of nice because you get excited no, at first and Nor then you, you get the, the letdown. IPod. <laughs> yesent means yesent. Talk about confusion. Yeah. Yesent means yesent. Sorry, my hearing's not the best. I could have sworn that. Anyways. So yesent comes from the, uh, the Urban Dictionary, what was posted 10 years ago with the meaning, quote, a conjunction meaning maybe yes and maybe no. I'm thinking the uh, the English language isn't going to drop the word no for yesent. <laughs> it's still a good flip-flopping term you could start using in your day-to-day life, I mean. Might as well. Eh, yesent. Yesent. <laughs> How dumb. Extremely dumb, man. And, Re- really uh, dumb. Yeah, there are some people that are serious about this. And that's your news brought to you by Potbelly. Feed your smile with four area locations. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show Sports. Ask me if I watched the game last night. Did you watch the game last night? Yes, it did. All right. <laughs> Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Cardinals picked up the first win of their I-70 series against the Royals last night at Bush. Miles Miklas picked up his first career shutout as the Cards beat Kansas hey, the, City 6 to nothing. The Royals win last night? Yes, and Yes, and Tyler O'Neill picked up uh, four RBI, hit a double and a three-run homer. With that homer, it was his homer in his third straight game. Uh, the last Cardinal to do that, Randall Gritchick did it last year. He hit four straight. Uh, the two teams at it again tonight. Luke Weaver gets a start. First pitch is scheduled for 715. Uh, they've officially announced the name of what used to be known as the Scott Trade Center. It is now the Enterprise Center. And uh, according to Riz, I didn't get to see it, but you said they're already changing the sign. Like, it's oh, happening. Scott Trade Center right sign is, well, it says Scott Trade, not anymore on the sign. <laughs> That's what it said. They put up <laughs> Scott Trade, not anymore, Center? Not anymore. All right. Uh, but anyway, the Enterprise Center will, I think, it, what did I say earlier? It was a, a 12-year deal? 12 or 12, 15, one of the yeah, two. Yeah, 12 years. Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Yes, and- uh, last night, the Capitals kept their hopes alive. They beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 3 to nothing. Former Blue T.J. Oshie had two goals in the win. Game 7 tomorrow night uh, in Tampa. Winner goes on to play the Golden Knights. Puck drops at 7. Cavaliers ended things, or even things up last night. They beat the Celtics 111-102 in Cleveland. Now series heads back to Boston. Things tied up at two games apiece. Game 5 tomorrow. Tonight, Warriors look to go up three games to one against the Rockets. Tip-off from Golden State is at 8 p.m. they got to get that done. I mean, because the new season starts. In like three weeks, right? You, you, you got to If you're going to say that, you got to say the same thing for hockey, though. Unfortunately, yeah, but I enjoy it. hockey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, finally, here, Ariana Smith. She has sued USA Swimming as well as several several other swimming organizations uh, earlier this week for what she says was their role in protecting a former coach that she had accused of sexually abusing her. Uh, the lawsuit was filed in Orange County Superior Court and claims that three causes of action: sexual abuse of a minor, negligence, and in- uh, intentional infliction of emotional distress. She says this all happened when she was 13 years old. 
These details are kind of rough, so bear with me here. Uh, it says back in 2005, uh, her former coach, Sean Hutchinson, put one of her hands on his pants to feel his fully awake hello. And then later on, he put her hand in his pants, not it's, just on top. I mean, it's, it's super brutal. And uh, as far as USA Swimming, they said that they will continue to work with her and her legal team to try and get to the bottom of this. I'm Patrico. That is your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of my mutual mortgage, NMLS number 12901. All right, let's go to Largo, Florida, where a 50-year-old guy named Jeffrey uh, Sable and a 32-year-old woman named Santa Marie Walters went to a Walmart last week, and they stole one of the motorized shopping carts, and they rode it to a bar. And this just seems like the slowest and dumbest way to get a ride, but according to uh, Google Maps and, and Walmart, I mean, the bar was a whopping 0.7 miles away from It was Walmart. on a scooter? One of them little scooters? On the motorized cart. Yeah. It took them 45 minutes to get there. No, I mean, they, they stole the, the motorized shopping cart to avoid a whopping 12-mile walk. So the cops found them, they found the cart, all at the bar, and they were arrested for theft. Totally worth it. There you go from Largo, Florida. Jeffrey Sable, Santa Marie Walters. You are today's headline hooge. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. Was it worth it? Yes. <laughs> Alright, 9:29. On this Tuesday, another look at your traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. You are a terrible singer. You are a terrible dancer. You have no charisma. Coming at you. Your point traffic update. That being brought to you by Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. Nothing to report, all good. Point forecast from Fox 2's Dave Murray. Today, sunny and highs will be in the mid-80s today. Tonight, clear in the mid-60s for the low. Right now, it is 76 downtown at Union Station. Traffic and weather brought to you by Enterprise Bank. Surprise related to cash and capital can put your wealth at risk. Learn how other privately held businesses are addressing cash flow blind spots at enterprisebank.com slash cash and capital. Here's what's coming up next in Crap on Celebrities. All right, Jeff, what do you got for us? Jennifer Aniston's going lesbian. Did you guys hear? Uh, also, another prince relative, quote unquote, comes out of the woodworks and wants some cash. All right, we got that. We got your crappy birthdays and the porno birthday all next in your Crap on Celebrities. Stay there. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on Celebrities. All right, guys, welcome back. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Uh, is it a spoiler alert since it's been out? Well, I, I just should just say this. Is it a spoiler alert to say the big quick cameo that's in Deadpool 2? Is I it mean, a big you deal? Say, you could say who it is, but don't give up what it is. Okay, so just the actor. And it's you know okay. what I'm talking about, yeah. right? So you guys was... are okay with me saying who the actor is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can say who the actor is, but not what he does in the movie. Okay. Brad Pitt has the real quick cameo in Deadpool I mean, too. blank, you miss it. Yeah. Really? Hmm. Really super uh, a brief is what it says here. Just a shot of his face. Mm-hmm. 
Won't say how or why, but the reason why I bring this up was uh, there were so many cameos from celebrities in the first one that they wanted to happen, but people were like, eh, eh, but since the first one was so big, it was a lot easier to get Brad Pitt for this one. And one of the reasons why Brad Pitt did it is because uh, his kids are such a huge fan of the first one that he was like, watch this, kids. I'm going to be in the second one. And, and Scott saw That's too. cool dad, by the way. Scott saw it too. So yeah. it was one of those, oh, was that? It was so great. It made yeah, it me so great. happy. It happened. <laughs> and there's one other spoiler alert as far as cameos that I hope, and I haven't seen it, so I hope this doesn't ruin anything, but Taylor Swift's cats are also in the movie. Are you serious? That's what it says right that there. I did not. I didn't recognize him. <laughs> I thought I saw sprinkles, but I wasn't sure. I tried Man. to look it up, but I didn't. <laughs> did you get your Taylor Swift weekly yet on the email or no? It's a Taylor Swift quarterly. Oh, quarterly. I did not know she Is sprinkles one of her cat's names? Probably. Because I, <laughs> Probably. No, you know, like her cat's names are Mariska Hargitay and they're like, they're like weird names. Um, I'm not. I don't know her cat's names. Oh, we. I think we, we had a story on them that they had weird names. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Wow. Uh, George Clooney was that one guy who was the preeminent bachelor. Like, I am never getting married. This is never going to happen. He kept I'm never getting that married until he got again. Married. And then he got. And guess who else uh, did that exact same thing recently? Hugh Grant. He finally got married. A Hugh Grant. Yes. Hugh Grant, uh, 57 years old, never been married. That is about to change. He is marrying a Swedish girlfriend named Anna, and the main reason why he's marrying her is because she's only 39 and he's 57. That's what it says right here. I'm sure she's hideous looking. Probably. Uh, they've been actually been together for six years, and they're just now getting married. But they have had intercourse at least three times because they have three. They kids. have three kids out three of wedlock. Kids. I know. Is that legal? Well, she's wear. Swedish. Not so to it's Jesus. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sweden. Oh, okay. And I guess it says here he's he's 57 years old. He has two kids from a previous relationship and three kids with her. So he has five kids total, right? Is that mm-hmm. the correct? It's 57 years old. It says here he fathered all of these kids after he turned 50. So he in didn't seven, have any with uh, Elizabeth Hurley. I guess not. Do you remember the hooker he was caught with? Her name? Foxy Brown. Nope. No. So close. Damn it. Divine Brown. Damn it. Mm. Damn it, damn it. Close. Divine uh, Brown was the hooker that Hugh Grant was caught with. Uh, I have the, uh, I think I may have already told you this, but the next guest on David Letterman's Netflix show is uh, Howard Stern. Yes. My guest, my next guest needs no introduction if you haven't checked it out yet. And uh, they did a little talking about uh, one of uh, Howard Stern's favorite all-time guests on his radio program, and it's Donald Trump. To me, a, a guest who comes on and says anything that is in his mind is a great guest. And he would get on. And no matter what I asked him, he would answer. Yes. And, in a very sincere and thought out way. I'd say, uh, Donald, uh, and I'd always call him Mr. Trump. He liked that. I'd say, Mr. Trump, um, tell me, who are the great beauties? If I ask you some names, can you tell me who the great beauties are? He goes, first of all, straight face. The great beauties, Howard, are not actresses. It's models and a lot of these girls who work in the, um, you know, uh, anyone who works in the entertainment industry, really, I've only seen sixes and sevens. So, you know, I'd say, well, Donald, I think Angelina Jolie is a great beauty. Seven. (laughs) Really, why? Well, come on. He He goes, you know who's a great beauty? I go, who? He goes, 
My daughter, Ivanka. Now okay, she's a that's 10. Not creepy. And so we'd have oh these discussions. Oh my. And of course, with the internet now, all these tapes sure. are out there. Yeah. And they're still using them on a constant basis. Yeah, I'd watch that. Sure. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to watch that for sure. Uh, yeah, whenever uh, Donald talks about his daughter, so it, weird. It, it goes into creepy territory. I get it that you're proud. Yeah, it just gets a little weird. Yeah. Weird. I mentioned Jennifer Aniston is going lesbian. Unfortunately, it's just for a role on the TV, actually, uh, on Netflix. Her and Tig Notaro, do you guys know who this is? Uh-huh. She is the one that first accused um, Louis C.K. of inappropriate stuff. Really? She's the one that kind of got the ball rolling on that. Hmm. And she almost she was the one that almost died, right? Didn't she have cancer? Did she? I thought that was like, or maybe she played a role of a comedian that had cancer. She's always the one that's been screaming about how Louis C.K. was a creepster. Really? I I was unfamiliar with her work. I I knew the name, but I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have known her if she came in here and slapped me in the face. I have no idea. So I watched a little bit of her and it was all about the fact that she's a lesbian Yes, and she's married to a female and they have a child that's already dis- uh, declared that uh, the child is homosexual as well. And it was just, I- I'm not against that kind of humor, but I just hope that she does more than just rely on that kind of humor. That's her thing. But I don't know. So her and Jennifer Aniston are both headed to the White House as first ladies. It's a new Netflix comedy uh, where Jennifer Aniston will play the president and Notaro is her first lady. That's about all the information I have right now. The characters Beverly and Casey Nicholson, quote, prove that behind every great woman is another woman. And uh, Will Ferrell is connected to it as well, but behind the scenes. So you kind of got it a little backwards. So Louis C.K. and Tig Notaro were like super close. Mm-hmm. And he was at her show where she announced that she had breast cancer. And he said, you should release this audio, put it on an album, blah, 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 blah. blah. They became really close. Yeah. He talked her into having a show. It was on Netflix or HBO about her battle with breast cancer as a comedian. Mm-hmm. And then all the sexual allegation stuff came out and people went to her and said, what are your thoughts on this? And she said, I want nothing to do with any of this. He should just handle his business. So she wasn't like the, let's go against Louis C.K., but she said, Really? I'm she out. didn't help him at least, yeah. or at least defend him. Because yeah, the article here says Tignataro distances herself from Louis C.K. says he should handle the sexual misconduct hmm. rumors. Uh, speaking of uh, people in roles, real quickly, Char- uh, Charlize Theron will play Megan Kelly in the movie about the sexual misconduct allegations against former Fox News boss Roger Ailes. Also, it's on the uh, on the blog if you want to check it out. The new uh, Jungle Book movie uh, Mowgli trailer. I don't know if you guys saw that or not, but it's, it looks pretty good if you're into that sort of thing. A uh, Virginia woman has come forward claiming that she might be the daughter of Prince. And, of course, she's filed documents uh, to be named as an heir of his estate. According to those documents, Snowy Melinda Saxman, and please look her up when you get a chance, uh, says that she was born October 4th, 1975 in Virginia, was adopted two weeks later, claims the adoption was quote-unquote closed, and she has no idea who her birth parents are. Nonetheless, she believes there is a, quote, reasonable possibility that she is Prince's daughter. Now, why do you think she thinks she might be Prince's daughter? She did likes she, purple. Did she, <laughs> You know what? Not too far off. And again, look up her picture. Uh, she has, says she submitted her DNA to an online site and it claims, quote, there were numerous matches with many relatives on Prince's family tree. What's, what's the name? Snowy. So it's Snow with an E. Melinda. And then Saxman. And I will know when you guys get it, because I will hear you. And here's the other reason why she thinks that she might be related. 
quote, since I was young, many people have noted that I possess substantial physical, temperamental, and aspirational similarities to Prince. I have a close resemblance to Prince. I consider myself very artsy, and my personality has been described as flamboyant, a natural-born star, and performer made for the stage. I sing, I dance, I write music, and I have taught myself to play instruments. I created many dances during high school and performed on numerous occasions as a child and a young adult. I mean... You see it? No, I don't see her looking like Prince at all. Yeah, sure. You see her purple hair? Yeah, that's it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, give her money. Oh, I'm sorry. Your hair is purple. Here's a gazillion dollars. Oh, and here's the other thing. She says that uh, she claims to have matched with Prince's mom and dad, his half-brother Dwayne, and his ex-wife, Mady Gar- Garcia. Okay, so keep that in mind. By saying that she matched with Garcia... Prince's ex, she appears to be saying that she could be the daughter of Prince and this Garcia, uh-huh. except for the fact that she, Gar- uh, Saxman, was born when Garcia was less than two years old. <laughs> well, it makes That's sense. That's my mom. Unbelievable. It makes but, sense. Hey, here's some purple hair. Uh, real quickly, Avril Lavigne, is she married to Chad Kroger from uh, uh, Nickelback still? I thought they got divorced. Yes. They are separated. They are, well, I mean, they're not, they got divorced in 2015, yeah, I which I was one of those together. guys that was like, I don't know, are they married? They not. They split in 2015, at least. So she dated that J.R. Rodham for a bit. Now she's dating Philip Serafim, S-A-R-O-F-I-M. He is the son of a Texas billionaire. Uh, his pedigree is this. He's one of five kids, the heir to uh, a family fortune, part owner of the NFL team, the Houston Texans. They met through friends at a uh, dinner party, blah, blah, blah. They're together. But listen to this. Previously, Philip was married to Lori Crone. They have since split, and oddly enough, Philip's dad is now married to his ex-wife's mom. Hmm. Understandable? His net worth, $2 billion. She got herself a rich guy, huh? Yeah, she certainly wow. absolutely Hi, Patrico, for sure uh, does. Porno birthdays. Uh, the porno birthday today, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet is Satine Phoenix. Today's birthday girl has been passed around more than the collection played at Sunday Mass in 146 fine films, including Greg's List, <laughs> Bitchcraft Volume 5, Hey Boys, Good News, I'm Legal Volume 4, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Booty? You damn right I like it. <laughs> Satine Phoenix, 38 years old, that's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Guys, that's it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. King Scott has the blog and podcast updated for you. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. What do we got? We got a lot. We have a very, very Florida headline hooge involving Walmart, motorized cart, all kinds of good stuff. Drink we got it. tons more. We got the real or fake uh, choices so far that we picked this week, which are very scary. That's and right. loads, loads more. There's just a ton of stuff up there. Are a you lot saying of the boots themselves are scary? But no, the, con- the contest. The contest is, scary. Gotcha. is very yeah, the scary. The contest itself. Yeah. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Patrico, video of the day. Video theme is gone forever, and these are people just disappearing for essentially ever. And uh, Riz, I showed you this video up in the office yesterday. A woman's taking a nice photo with an elephant, and the elephant uh, headbutts her and says, Get the hells away oh, from yeah. me. And she goes away forever. Check it out. 1057thepoint.com slash all right, whatever that was. Sure, that was all right. <laughs> I had butter the mic. All right, uh, Donnie Fandango is in next. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shout now, Crystal Easley from Collinsville. Yeah! Oh, man, Crystal. Going in the corner. Why is she going in the corner? That just that means you like you, you get dirty. You, 
You oh, go okay. in the corners. It's uh-huh. a hockey term. Sorry. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Yep. Uh, she's a big Shinedown fan and wants to hear this song. So we'll play it for her. All right, Donnie's next. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye. See ya. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.